Bowe and the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They don't come any better than Neil Rogers. On St. Patrick's Day, everyone is Irish, even MTV's hottest couple. It's a newlywed St. Patrick's Day. Hi, I'm Nick O'Lachey. And I'm O. Jessica O. Simpson O. Oh, God. Oh, God, is he Irish, too? <laughs> Nick and Jessica celebrate all things Irish on a newlywed St. Patrick's Day. Look, baby, a four-leaf clover. Oh, a four-leaf clover? I wish I knew what that meant. Uh, good luck. Oh, you're right. I'll never figure it out. <laughs> Join the newlyweds as they sit down for a traditional Irish feast. Here, Jess, try some corned beef. Ew, baby, you know I don't eat corn. Don't miss a newlywed St. Patrick's Day, only on TV. All right, happy St. Patty's Day. It's 10.01. Everybody's going to turn green. Now, remember at IOD, they used to bring all those green bagels in? That's right. They did do that, didn't they? In fact, I think that was a Sonny Hurst thing, as I recall. I don't Probably a Henry Barrow thing, too. Oh! Because, Henry, any kind of food or uh, drink <laughs> that was free, Henry was on top of that. In fact, he made us look like pikers. Right. So, happy St. Patty's Day, and uh, let's see, 1,815 votes on yesterday's poll, which I promise is the last we're taking about Howard Stern, because uh, i got to be honest, I'm uh, fed up with Howard Stern, because Howard is all about Howard. See, the issue that we're talking about that we're trying desperately to get a little bit of attention to isn't about Howard Stern going off the air on six uh, stations, most of which are in minor markets except for South Florida, all of which are minor markets except for that one. It's about freedom of speech. It's about everybody in the business. And Howard being so egocentric who thinks that the whole world revolves around his ugly old ass, uh, I'm just tired of him with his 30 million a year. Why not just take the money and run is what I would do. Yeah. Anyway, we asked yesterday, how has the Clear Channel dumping of Howard Stern affected your listening? 1,815 votes. I never listened to Stern anyway, 745. I don't listen to the radio before 10 now, 362. I listen to music in the morning now, 172. I listen to Mo and Joe Rose now, 164. Absolutely. All right. I listen to Bob and Tom, 125, an excellent choice, even though, of course, they're having to water their show down, too. I listen to Paul and Ancient Ron now, 88. Boy, oh, boy. I've turned to satellite radio, 68. Not much. I listen to Stern on the net, still 51. And I listen to Howard Davided now, not Joe, but Howard Davided, 40. Last place. Absolutely. But he's used to that. If it's a bad pool, he's in uh, first place. If it's a good pool, he's in last place, the moment. But he and Joe are uh, doing a little uh, something there, right? Something. I went out and bought three books yesterday, which are on our website already. Nice going, Eric. Three books for you. Craig Unger. And thanks whoever turned me on to this book. Remember, I got the facts a few days ago. Right. Said the book. I think on Monday. Said the book's coming out tomorrow, Neil. So I went out yesterday and bought it. Craig Unger, The House of Bush, The House of Saud, The Secret Relationship Between the World's Two Most Powerful Dynasties. A tight relationship if you look at that cover. And they're holding hands real <laughs> tight. There's Bush and Prince Bondar. And, man, they're both... Uh, Bonding. Well, Prince Bondar is smiling. And Bush looks like he's uh, going to take a really heavy duty. If you catch my drift. Yeah. Then, let's see, American Dynasty, and there's uh, W and Daddy. George Herbert Walker Bush and George W. Bush on the cover of that one. Kevin Phillips, good old Republican economist and strategist and this and that, but uh, he's not too crazy about the Bush clan. American Dynasty, Aristocracy, Fortune, and the Politics of Deceit in the House of Bush. And, last but not least, Eric Alterman and Mark Green, the 
book on Bush, How George W. Bush Misleads America. And the cover is kind of cute because it's got like leads but miss in uh, parentheses. How George W. Bush Misleads America by uh, Eric Alderman and Mark Green. So i got a lot of heavy-duty reading to do. I might just read the uh, flap. The, you know, the flap? <laughs> the one that was on Janet Jackson's... Uh, <laughs> I might just read the flap from Craig Unger's book since that's the one at the... And I just mentioned this, too, thanks to a chronic factor of ours. I'm not going to get into a big deal on this because I don't want to sound like paranoid, but just mark it down on a counter on St. Patty's Day, that which should make it easy to remember, that there's a story in the Tehran Times. Now, consider the source that says, over the past few days, in the wake of bombings in Karbala and the ideological disputes that delayed the signings of Iraq's interim constitution, there have been reports that U.S. forces have unloaded a large cargo of parts for constructing long-range missiles and weapons of mass destruction in the southern ports of Iraq. Again, just a, a rumor, U.S. unloading WMD in Iraq. So if sometime between now and Election Day, say like maybe in October, you know, those October surprises, Oy. we say, hey, look at this. I'm going to save this story. I'm going to put it in my pile to save. Right. And then we can go back to it and say, oh, guess what? Because a lot of people have said, well, you know, we'll just plant a bunch of stuff over there and say, oh, it was here all along. We just found it. I just mentioned that in passing. Not that now we got the, do that. Let's do the first poll here. I got two polls inspired by the Sun Sentinel. Well, I got a lot of stuff today. I'm never going to get it in. Good thing we all got no ball game today. Nice job there on that ball game yesterday, Clarence, you idiot. That was pretty sad. But at any rate, uh, here's our first poll. And the Sun Sentinel, I'm stealing it directly from them, which I never do that. But I'm doing it because I was fascinated. I was amazed. I was pleased. To see the result of their poll. The question was, how often do you visit a church, synagogue, mosque, or other house of worship? I checked it again this morning. They had over 4,000 votes. 99 people said every day, 2.4%. A couple of times a week, 329 people said that, 7.8%. Once a week, 741, 17.6%. Occasionally, 1,400. That's a third. 33.3%. You turd. And 1,641 said never. 39%. So 72.3% of the people responded of, of about 4,000 votes in the Sun Sentinel either occasionally or never attend synagogue, church, mosque, house of worship, etc. How do you like that? A lot. Oh, Tanya Harding is our uh, behind a uh, beaded curtain uh, girl today. Oh, did you look at that picture? Yeah, of course I found it. Uh, you found it? I was the one that found it, sure. Oh, you found the picture? Yeah, yeah. I see. And now we all say, oh, it's so sad. Anyway, uh, Robert Grieper's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Anybody that knows Robert Grieper, board offered last how many years at QAM? About 30, man. Knows that this Charles McCoy, this is the real McCoy, man, is his identical twin. Or it's Robert Grieper in drag. I don't know. Charles McCoy, Jr., 28th, the suspect in two dozen Ohio shootings, has been arrested in Las Vegas according to sheriff's officials in Franklin County, Ohio. Federal law enforcement forces said McCoy was captured without incident. Word of McCoy's capture came after his sister on Tuesday made a public plea for him to call home, telling her brother that everything is going to be okay. Oh, we're fine. McCoy is suspected in 24 shootings since May 2003, most of them driving along Columbus's Outer Belt Highway. One of the shootings was fatal. How do you like that? So there he is, Charles McCoy, Jr., arrested in Vegas. Looks just exactly like Robert Grieper, which explains a lot of things, why Robert is a self-hating uh, right-wing Jew. 
Right, Robert? Oi! And last but not least, well, i got just a whole bunch of stuff here. I want to get into that thing about um, the uh, website, about the petition drive, which uh, congratulations to a lot of you that signed on there, stopfcc.com. See, I realize that this is not about Howard Stern. It's about the whole idea of censorship and freedom of speech for all of us in the industry and for those of you who are listeners, which is everybody. See, that's what it's about. And I was astonished and shocked to realize that Howard's got his own, well, which is fine, he's entitled, he's got his own petition drive going, sign the boycott uh, clear channel to get Howard back on air petition. And this is a guy that's out in New York, L.A., Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, every major market in the country except South Florida. They've got 4,072 signatures as of this morning. And this has been on there for quite some time. 4,072. You catch my drift? Yeah. And they also have a link on freestern.com. They got a link to uh, stopfcc.com, and uh, they're not making much impact, evidently, because New York has only got about 3,500 uh, 3, votes, uh, signers. And we're up to almost 3,000 in South Florida. And we're going to get a lot more than that, I'll tell you that right now. Not that it's some kind of a contest, but it's just amazing to me that somebody who uh, has so much clout, allegedly, isn't getting the kind of uh, response that he should be getting. You see my drift? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very disturbing. Second poll we're going to take was inspired today because of uh, Mo Howard David this morning, which is really amazing. Now, tonight we've got the Panthers and Islanders in the Mac Arena at 7.30. We'll have the uh, pregame at 7 o'clock, game at 7.30 with uh, Jeff Rimmer and uh, old Red Deer Randy Moeller. Jeff Rimmer. And the reason being that the TV tonight is being done by Jugs McDonald and uh, Denise Potvin. Whoa. Wow. And uh, so as a result of that, because Juggs is retiring after this season, how many years has he been broadcasting hockey? About 30, man. Including all those Stan, uh, Islander Stanley Cup victories. He was uh, run out of town on a rail, basically, here in Toronto after two years, and the fans hated him like poison, and they wanted Joe Bowen back, which is easy to understand. And Mo just attached his lips to uh, Juggs' uh, posterior over the phone this morning, and just it was pretty embarrassing. I heard a couple of minutes of it. Old Mo. Licky, 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 licky. And now Mo admits that he doesn't know anything about hockey. He hates it. He finds it grotesque. It's crap, yada, yada. And yet he was going on with jugs just as an idea, just as a way to kiss his ass about, well, you know, you just do the straight game. You just, uh, you know, you don't uh, feel you have to embellish with all Like Mike Lang would scratch my back with a hacksaw and stuff like that. You don't do that. Right? And Jigs, uh, I didn't hear what he said because I went and went to the turlet at that point, which I thought that was a good time to go. I mean... Jugs McDonald, with all due respect, I mean, to put him in the same category with Mike Lang would be like putting Mo Howard David in the same category with, like, Walter Cronkite. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit ludicrous. But nevertheless, good luck to you, Jugs, okay? You're a good guy. Never stole a freight train. I hear a few things from uh, J.D. about you, but nevertheless. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM, if you're in a dead-end job like Jugs McDonald, if you're underpaid and overworked, well, if you want a new career but you just don't have the time or the cash to go to college, here's the answer for you. Don't uh, get into a dither. What, what is a dither? Remember well, Mr. Dithers? What was that in Blondie? I don't... Okay. Wasn't that yeah. The, was that the boss? Mr. Dithers was, I think, the boss. Well, anyway, call Fast Train, say goodbye to your present boss, and get you a new, a better one by getting a career and a big, fat paycheck that goes along with it. Fast Train can have you trained and certified for a high-paying computer network professional career in as short a time as just four easy months. What's that? Just a few weeks. You can be fully trained and ready for a great new career in just as little as four months. Fast Train offers day, evening, weekend classes to fit around your schedule.
They offer job placement assistance, financial aid to those who qualify, and because they have seven convenient Florida locations to serve you, Fast Train is bound to have one convenient by where you live. So don't delay. If you really want to change your life for the better, just make one easy call. You'll be amazed at how much it can do for you. Call Fast Train today and get that training you need to have a real career. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, or if you like, check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. When you call, be sure to mention Todd Drex's name. They'll pee in their pants. Call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. No. Come on in and lay down on my couch. Right. He'll be coming down Fifth Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. A great day for the Irish all across the USA. What do you go What is this I hear? This cry and ballyhoo. There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish fool. Oh, God loves the Irish unless, of course, you're gay. If you are, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket, a scum, sure, and that's okay, but you can't be Irish if you're gay. No. The order of Hibernians, those eminences gray, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven fell and nestled in the sea. But you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Oh, come on, the Irish, as long as men are men. Except perhaps the leprechauns, we've never been sure of them. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks, we'll laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No. No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Absolutely. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. 1017 at 560 WQM. Happy St. Patty's Day. Um, AWOL Miami GI ordered to report to Fort Stewart, Georgia, or face arrest for desertion. We had 2,998 Floridians who have uh, signed on that petition, stopfcc.com. By the time I look at that again, we better be over 3,000. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm being butch boss now. I signed on to it yesterday. George signed on. The one thing I would like to find out, though, I'm a little bit curious, and you can listen to the uh, guy when he called in Howard. This guy's name is Scott. When he called in Howard Stern, you can listen to that clip um, right on that website. And Howard, like, kind of like, eh, maybe, maybe, you know, whatever. It's uh, pretty sad. But at any rate, um, he's got almost 50,000 signatures on there already. But I'm curious if anybody ever got an email back, because when you send in, when you sign that thing by putting your full name on the bottom line, that's the thing that under Clinton, they, uh, you verify your email by putting your full signature. It's the same as a signature. Do you know what I'm saying? Your full name? Right. And then they're supposed to email you back within a matter of minutes and uh, verify, yada, yada. And I never got anything, and George never got nothing back, and the Beast never got nothing back. So I don't want to have another uh, Catherine Harris uh, body on our hands here today. You know? Oh, and by the way, I heard about her. I better not say it. Those are fires. <laughs> now, what was that? It was just a uh, some tanker trucks well, and some uh, propane gas. Right, propane. It was just an accident. They think. What, what does that mean? Well, nobody Are you, knows yet. No, well, nobody saying. knows the trouble we've seen yet, but it was just an accident. Nobody got hurt, okay? It was a, right. Just like they said in The Godfather, it was an accident, but nobody got hurt. So just relax. A U.S. soldier who refused to return to duty in Iraq after seeing civilians killed was ordered yesterday to report to a Georgia military base or face arrest for being a deserter. Staff Sergeant Camilo Mejia. Remember Roman Mejia used to play for the Pirates? No. Oh, and I never got to our second poll that we're going to uh, be doing. We've done it before. But in honor of Jugs McDonald and Mo, who was your favorite sportscaster of all time? And, yeah, we'll put on there, I don't care about sports, for all you uh, panty waste out there like George. And George has even got a choice on here. He put right. Bouchambi on sure. there. Sure. My favorite sports announcer. He's the favorite, even though George hates sports like poison. 
Nice. I hate watching them and talking about them. We love Boogalot. We like Boogalot. We like Boogalot. See? We like Boogalot. Boogshambi. Anyway, we'll get to that. I got a nice list going and you can add to it, but we got bigger fish to fry right now. Anyway, Staff Sergeant uh, Camilo Mejia, who is seeking to be declared a conscientious objector, met with his officials at his Florida National Guard unit, North Miami Armory, after repeating his determination not to return to the Middle East and fight. I'm prepared to go to prison because I'll have a clear conscience, he said. After conflicting accounts on his status, Florida National Guard spokesman John Myatt said that he had been classified as a deserter because he'd been missing from his unit for more than 30 days. About 30, man. He has not rejoined his unit since going on leave in October. Myatt said a warrant to arrest Mejia as a deserter could be issued if he failed to appear at Fort Stewart, Georgia by 3 this afternoon. He said Mejia has not been charged in the case. His attorney, Louis Font, said he faxed papers seeking conscientious objector status to Fort Stewart yesterday. You go, Louis. And by the way, Louis, this corn sure is special. Wait till you hear this. I bet you don't know about this. About what? So many dead Kennedys, you know what? Yeah. And so little time. The, this is in Vero Beach, no less. The body of a local socialite, once related by marriage to the Kennedy family, was found in a sunken car, authorities said. Huh. Do you know that? Those Kennedys and those drowning cars. A lot of dr dead Kennedys and a lot of drownings in cars. Police do not suspect foul play in the death of 65-year-old Hope Sheridan. Hope Sheridan is okay on passions. Who was last seen March 8th. Family members in Wyndham, New York, reported her missing on March 11th. And by the way, Sheridan is doing Antonio now, which is, uh, wow. Sheridan is the ex-mother-in-law of Michael Skakel, a cousin of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. See the pieces of this puzzle starting to fit together? Sure. Skakel, 42, of course, is serving 20 years to life in prison for the beating death of his Greenwich, Connecticut neighbor, Martha Moxley, in 1975, even though, even though he didn't do it. Dry, uh, divers found Sheridan's car Monday after a sheriff's helicopter noted two faint parallel marks at the end of a retention pond. The car was submerged in about 15 feet of water, 75 feet from shore. Mary Jo Kopechny was also in there, or at least pieces of her. Sheridan's body was found on the passenger side, Detective Keith Harmon said. He said there were no skid marks on the grassy area going into the water. Keith Harmon, no relation to Don Harmon from Northville Downs. It appears from the preliminary findings this was an accidental death, said Indian River County Sheriff Spokesman Joe Flesher. Investigators are awaiting the results of a medical examiner's toxicology test. You don't think, uh-oh. Like maybe she drove off the road with a heavy load, something like that. So another dead Kennedy. Oh, and speaking of that, speaking of dead things, Barry Jackass writes in the Herald today, the Heat announced yesterday it's shifting its entire TV package to cable beginning next season. I know George is upset about that. Oh, yeah, bummed. As part of a multi-year deal, Sunshine will carry at least 70 games per season. This season, the Heat has got 46 games on Sunshine. About 30, man. On UPN 33 and 6 on Channel 4. Michael McCullough, the Heat's chief marketing officer, said the decision to move the package entirely to cable was a tough call, but the team's research indicated almost 90% of Heat fans are regular cable watchers. Yada, yada, yada. So no more of that Channel 433 crap. None of that. you got to at least uh, buy cable. Right? Right. Who doesn't what have kind of cable? What kind of, I was just going to say, what kind of schleppers don't have cable anyway? Hillbillies. No, they have dishes. What was that? I said hillbillies. They don't have cable. 132 votes already on here, and this is disgraceful. How often do you visit a church, synagogue, mosque, or other house of worship? 142 now. Never 93. 65.4% of this audience. Oh! Shame on you people. We're all going to be in hell together. Occasionally 42. Once a week, 4. A couple of times a week, 2. And every day, 1. Now, that's got to be a priest, doesn't it? It's got to sure. be somebody who's working on the job. Every day? 
What kind of crazy person goes to church or mosque or synagogue every single day? Probably somebody who's doing a lot of sinning. Maybe it's Greg Reed, you think? Is that what they call it, a synagogue? A synagogue, right. A sin a day keeps the old father away. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Uh, don't let me forget to read the uh, jacket of that one book. Okay. Read now this line line Flat. nine has been flashing here frantically for uh, ever since I sat down. QAM. Yeah, this is Scott. Stopfcc.com. How are you? Hey Scott, how you doing? Good. I want to thank you for plugging the site. You have a tremendous response down there. Well, we're trying now. Let me ask you, how long were you on with Howard that call? Because I listened to the one-minute clip on there that day, and uh, it's um, like he... yeah, that's about as long as I was on. But they did ask me to call back. They gave me the hotline number, and um, I'm trying to get back on probably tomorrow. Well, how come he's only got 3,300 votes out in New York? You'd think there'd be 30, there'd be 300,000 on there already. Well, that's a very good question. You need no seriously, Scott. You need to lean on him because you have no idea how much I appreciate the fact that you're doing this. Now, how come I never got an email back from this thing? Uh. Many people have spam filters and bulk mail and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, I see. I see. And a lot of times it gets caught up in those in those filters because it looks like it could be a, a junk email, mm -hmm. but uh, in reality, we, it's a verification email. So, but in other words, if we don't get the uh, email, then our vote doesn't count. Uh, it's not that it doesn't count. If we if we are able to verify that your email address exists, then it'll go through. Right. Um, a lot of people give a, a bogus email and it'll bounce back. And that tells our server that, that you're not a valid person. I see. So, you know. Well, we're doing the best we can. It looks like we passed, uh, we passed Ohio and Pennsylvania like they were standing still. And I'm just trying to get people whipped up because this is uh, grotesque. And of course, Congress, like you saw, when that indecency bill passed 391 to 22, I mean, that, that's a disgrace. Yes. So we're trying to uh, get people whipped up and make a message. If you can get like several million, I would think, uh, people on this once uh, within a matter of a few months, then they might wake up and take a look at it. I certainly hope so, and, and I thank uh, radio stations like yours for getting me on the air and getting the, the website some traffic. Well, we're going to do everything we can to get you uh, as much response as we can, Scott. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Uh, that's Scott who started this whole thing, StopFCC.com. How do you like that? He actually found out about us. I mean, this show is the best-kept secret in America, naturally, and that's the way the government likes it. But uh, now let me take a look at that. Did you take a look at it? Oh, at what? What are you talking about? No, I want to make sure that we're over 3,000 for Florida. Okay. Hey, that's a good point that he brought up because my spam silter. Uh, it silters it out? It's it's set on uh, microscopic. So. Oh, look at that, 3,023. All right, nice going, folks. Now, people would say, well, gee, how come you're so concerned? Because I want to see people get off their ass. Like I said yesterday, talk is cheap. Everybody, oh, gee, Howard Stern is off in Florida, and they're making Neil cut back on his stuff, and Bob and Tom can't be funny anymore. Right. Because we got a bunch of fascists who want to tell you what your choices are, what's funny, what's not funny, who make it up as they go along. And I want to thank the guy also who called in yesterday to turn me on to this uh, website. Otherwise, we, who the hell would have known? Because we've been searching for an outlet for somewhere where people can say, we're mad as hell, we're not going to take this anymore. And okay, so he's got about 50,000 signatures now. That's not too bad. It only started like uh, 12 days ago. We'll get millions on here. And believe you me, when millions of people start speaking, then those assholes in Congress start saying, hey, wait a minute, maybe we're on the wrong side of this thing. Maybe we're all going to get tossed out in November if we don't uh, cut the crap. So that's our message to Congress. Cut the crap, okay? And if you don't know what crap is, we'll make sure that Michael Powell sends you some because he's an expert. 
27 past 10 at 560 WQM. If you want to know more about following a low-carb diet, if you want the best-tasting, largest selection of low-carb foods, then the place you ought to be heading for is Delights of West Boca. Mo will show you exactly where it is. Whether you're starting out or restarting the Atkins, Sugar Buster, South Beach, or any low-carb, sugar-free diet, Delights of West Boca has always been the number one low-carb store in the entire USA, and for good reason, because they've got so many great things waiting for you. Over 1,200 low-carb products to choose from, including breads and bagels, Cookies, crackers, chips and brownies, chocolates, carbolite, ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and more. And don't forget, if it's new and great tasting, Delights will have it first before anybody else. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. You can always try anything in the store before you buy it, before you spend a dime. And they got a friendly, knowledgeable staff who knows dieting inside and out. They carry the most complete line of Atkins Brands products anywhere in the world that are on sale all day, every day. Watch your step on your way to the store. Delights of West Boca, they're on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 next to Boston Market, or call their toll-free number, 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web you'll find them at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Boca, and it's your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Thirty-three at five sixty WQM. I'm thinking we ought to start raising some money for ourselves. No, oh, I ought to start raising some money and like put some ads in. Either that, or how about some of our good friends, like my good friend Lynn Samuels? I don't see any link to stopfcc.com on your website yet, Lynn. I realize that you know you got like a one-person operation, but nevertheless, how about our friends at uh, Drudge.com? <laughs> the Drudge Retort. What? <laughs> what are you laughing about? Oh, I told myself a joke. The Drudge Retort, not oh, Report, not that queen. The Drudge Retort. How about them putting a link on there to uh, and doing a little blur? By the way, <coughs> Eric did a beautiful job as usual with a nice banner there right at the top of our website on the home page. Beautiful job. Don't forget Tanya Harding naked behind a beaded curtain, such as she is. I feel unclean just having seen that. <laughs> anyway, Bob and Hope Sound says, I signed the StopFCC.com petition this morning, received a return email to verify my signature within five minutes. Excellent. Thank you, Bob. And also, uh, let's see, click, uh, and what is this other thing here that you faxed me? What is this? I don't know. What, that sample email? Yeah. That's what we're supposed to get that we didn't see. Oh, I see. Okay, so if people are getting it, then, uh, well, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to get involved with something that wasn't kosher, wasn't uh, whatever. But uh, everybody who's listening to me right now, whether you're sitting at your laptop or somebody else's or whether you want to steal a computer or you're at home, you ought to, uh, right now, we ought to, because uh, we're going to go by New York today like New York State is standing still. Now, stop and think about this. There are 12 to 15 million people in the greater New York City metropolitan area forgetting about Buffalo and Rottenchester and Albany and Schenectady and Geneva and Canandaigua and all those and Arondequoit. 
And if you look at that list right now of people who have signed on to this petition, fed up with government deciding what you can watch, read, and listen, I mean, this is worded exactly the way it should be. It's great. Help us get a million signatures. Tell your friends and stop FC, uh, about stopfc.com, uh, yada, yada, which is what we're doing. And when we started this yesterday, we were number, uh, what, six or seven? All right, yeah. Florida, seven, because we were behind Ohio and Pennsylvania. We hopped over Ohio like Cleveland just fell into Lake Erie. And now we hopped over Pennsylvania overnight like uh, all of a sudden they had another three-mile island. And there we are. We're like almost uh, 300 ahead of Pennsylvania. Yeah, let's make, let's make a contest out of it, you know, just to motivate people, because otherwise they sit back on their ass. Right at the moment, we're 400 and uh, what? Let's see, 51, 451 uh, names behind New York for third place. I mean, we got a long way to go to ever catch Texas or California, which obviously is where this thing must have started, right? I should ask God where he's, where he lives, where he's from, where he hang, where he's hanging it out. Maybe he'll call back. Maybe he'll call back and tell us, or or not. Whatever, it's not important. Don't call back, Scott. You got important stuff to do. Don't pay attention to George. But my point being, so we need almost 500 to hop over during the show. We'll do that during the show. Otherwise, I'm going to tell you right now, some major crap's going to go down. Don't you think? Yeah, we'll do something. We'll do something rash, like come back tomorrow or something like that. Let's see. The other uh, day in the White House, the Secret Service went looking for Dick Cheney, and they discovered him in a closet. What does that mean? (laughs) Oh, one of our faxers out there. He's got a good start on St. Patty's Day. And is proud of it. Too bad we can't play that uh, yeah. leper condom thing no more. Can't right. play it no more. But you'll notice that my approach to this whole thing, and I'm proud to say this, hasn't been, oh, gee, and because you've got to be clever enough to, to be a survivor. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, I want to do this, and they're picking on me. Uh, you, you just have to, like, you know, try to rally the troops around you and bring it to the public's attention. But in the meantime, you got to stay on the air. And it seems to me that Bubba the Love Sponge over there on the West Coast over in Tampa, he's the one that got canned. Howard Stern didn't got, get canned. He's still making his millions and millions, although he's bellyaching that Clear Channel has, isn't paying him no more. Wow, what a bad break. Bubba Love Sponge got canned. He's going to have to go on satellite radio if that thing ever pans out. That Elliot in the morning in D.C., he may get canned because the FCC fined Cheap Channel 247 grand for his crap. That brought out there on the West Coast got canned for even uh, for the F word, which appeared twice in a taped ed- a commentary uh, that was supposed to be bleeped out by her producer. And then the station says to her yesterday, well, we realized we made a mistake. We didn't realize the way you did your thing, and it was taped, and we'd like to have you come back. And she said, no, thanks. I wouldn't feel comfortable working for you bastards after all. How do you like that? What the hell was her name? Sandra Lo-Chi-Ching? Uh, uh, Lao tzu Sandra uh, Chink. Here's an interesting fact that has nothing to do with that. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe that's our friend again. QAM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Scott from Stop FCC. Yes, Scott. I just happened to hear you uh, talking to me as I was shutting down your feed. Um, I'm in New York. And well, you're in New York. The reason that Texas has so many signatures, there are a couple of radio stations down there doing exactly the same thing you are. Uh, they started last week, so I'm sure you'll uh, catch up to them, and I hope that you pass by. Excellent. Well, pass it by like they're standing still, man. Excellent. Thanks, Scott. Keep it up. Thanks. You too. See, there you go. You asked, and he called back. This is exciting, you know what? Yeah, we're moving and shaking. I had, no, seriously, I had said to myself quite some time ago, I'm not going to get involved in any more of these campaigns, any more of this crap. You know, I, I've been involved in all of this stuff, and it's like farting into a windstorm. But this, yeah. is, this is too important. And the damn rest of the media, man, including the people in this radio industry, what is wrong with you people? What a bunch of spineless cowards. 
What a bunch of jellyfish. The government barks, and you just bend over and, like, uh, see how high they want you to jump. Man, makes me sick to my stomach. But like I started to say before I saw Scott uh, calling in again, was uh, I don't just put it in the context, well, they're picking on me, and we can't, I mean, I have mentioned that about uh, 60, 70% of the stuff that we've got already in our computer here, we can't play it anymore. Like right. condoms, we can't play that. Because if we say something about waxing your shillelagh, man, uh-oh, there you go, we're done. If we said waxing your, well, maybe. Your car. Yeah, waxing. <laughs> oh, speaking of car, we can't play that, uh, you know. Yeah, I know. Big black guy named Ben. Nope. Or even the uh, the uh, Eisen car nope. alarm. Can't play that no more. No. But you do the best you can. You go ahead and you try to make a difference and to try to get the public in on it as opposed to sitting there, oh, gee, they're picking on me. They're picking on poor old me. And it must be because I'm an anti-Bush guy and all this other crap. You know, I'm getting tired of that, Howard. Get really sick of it. There are more of us in the industry than you. And yeah, he's been very successful. He's making a ton of money and more power to him, yada, yada. But in the meantime, uh, long after he's dead and buried, there are going to be other people on the air, I hope. God. It's one thing to have an ego. It's another thing to have it run away so far. In fact, I got some pretty good articles, one from the uh, New York Daily News about that, about Howard Stern, and another one uh, from, where was it, Variety Magazine, about Stern, O'Reilly, and others crossing the line from self-promotion to narcissism. And during the next break, George will explain to us what that means. He's explaining to Clarence Sodero right now what that means. Twenty, yeah, we had quite a, a gathering between Clarence and Duff and yours truly this morning. It was, uh, it, we should, I wish the hell I would have been taping that, yeah, especially the stuff that Duff said about, about Mo. Absolutely. Wow. I don't think Mo would have come back tomorrow if he'd have heard that. Hey, catch all the NCAA action tomorrow the 18th with QAM for the singular wireless fan jam at Dave and Buster's in Hollywood. Jam on it. Enter to win a 52-inch TV with surround sound and $300 cash. It gets underway at 2 p.m. with the Mad Dog, followed by the Boobster, Boob Shambi at 4, George's favorite, and a good guy. That's at Dave and Buster's tomorrow afternoon, all afternoon long, which gives the Humper a day off because he's in Vegas, plunging his guts out. Don't eat too much out there, Humper. Come on. Oh, what am I talking about? 7.40 in the morning. He's just crawling in right now. 19 before 11 at QM, if you're planning on replacing your carpeting because you think it's hopeless, because it's so dirty that you think nobody in the world can make them look useful, uh, worthwhile again, forget about it. Call our good friends at Dry Concepts. They will amaze you. They can take the schmutziest, nastiest, most hopeless-looking carpeting in the world and make it look like you had brand new laid, I mean put down right on your floor. Clancy say laid no more. They use certified trained technicians who know their stuff inside and out, no axe murderers. And they dry clean your carpets, just the same idea as dry cleaning your clothing, which leaves your carpets looking and smelling lemony fresh, just like brand new, soft to the touch. They're dry in just a couple of hours. It's a machaya, even if you have no idea what that means. How about your area rugs, your drapery, your upholstery, all of these things? They do the same fantastic job on those. And they give you a written guaranteed price for whatever they're doing for you up front before they start the job. Nobody else does that. A guaranteed price, no tack-ons, no bad surprises when they get the job done. And when you call Dry Concepts, I keep telling you, be sure and have them put you on their standby list because that can save you an extra 15% on your next carpet cleaning. Call them today. I've been using them for over 20 years. I wouldn't dream of using anybody else. Call Dry Concepts toll-free at 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or check them out on the World Wide Wicked Web at dryconcepts.com. <laughs> This is the time of year when everyone's a wee bit Irish. Say, Colleen, would you be wanting to come over to my place to help me uh, wax my shillelagh? Oh, 
Oh, now that I would, Michael Patrick, if you be wearing the green. I know there's a smart lassie. She's making sure her laddie's wearing the Kelly Green protection of leprechauns. Don't be wishing on a four-leaf clover or falling for the gift of gab. Especially if you're planning on kissing some blarney stones. <laughs> what have you? Be doubling your protection with leprechauns. They're strong enough for a man. But I like them too. So, catch yourself a leprechaun and you won't be catching anything else. See, there's nothing wrong with waxing your shillelagh. First of all, does anybody know what a shillelagh is? The Irish. No, but what is it? I have one. What is it? It's a stick. It's a cudgel, a club, a walking it's stick. It's a stick? Made of uh, briarwood common. Well, what's yeah. wrong with waxing your stick? See, that's why I played it. There's nothing wrong with that. Somebody I mean, if Michael Powell thinks that that's bad, that it's quadruple entendre, well, guess what? <coughs> Him is what I say. How often do you visit a church, synagogue, mosque, or other house of worship? That's our first poll today, inspired by the Sun Sentinel. 310 votes. Never 194. 62.5% never. To which I say, All right. excellent. Occasionally 97. Once a week, 14. Every day, 3. Every single day. Every month, a condonerstick, like the Chinese say. <laughs> and a couple of times a week, too. Boy, we got a bunch of heathens out there, or what? Yeah. Man, we like it. Tom says, I just signed the petition on stopfcc.com. I work in a public place with a, a lot of foot and automobile traffic. I just put up a big sign with just the web address on it. I'm sure I could get at least 20 people to sign up. <clears throat> if you're going to raise money for advertising for this site, I'll gladly donate $20. I know it's not much, but it's all I can afford right now. Thanks, Bush. Where's my tax cut, monkey lips? <laughs> nice going, Tom. You're the best. No, well, we don't want any money yet, but, I mean, we got to figure out a way to do this. You know, because I yeah. did that so far, save our uh, First Amendment rights, and that was like uh, farting into a windstorm. You know, we put out those ads. But, see, the problem with that is we were appealing to people in the radio industry. Who are by you know by and large a bunch of spineless cowards like I said before and I'm proud to say it again, who just roll over and play dead, including management, including ownership, and including most of the people on the air. Oh yes, sir, yes, a mass or whatever you say, you know. I mean, granted, we got to protect people's licenses, but on the other hand, I mean, uh, fight back a little bit, you know. But I think that in this case, where we're like trying to get people to sign a petition is all we're just trying to do, and we're uh, doing pretty good here, I think, aren't we? We're doing something. Oh, seriously, take a puke at that. I guarantee you we'll go by New York today uh, like it's standing still. 3103, since we started today, we had 2998. That means 105 people already in less than an hour have signed on, have signed a petition. StopFCC.com. we got to beat Texas. Well, that, that's that's way down the road a piece, okay? If you have checked the map out, it's down the road a piece. <laughs> but we're going to hop over New York. Like they're standing still. 3,546 in New York City with 15 million people. What's wrong with you people in New York, huh? You Howard Stern lovers. And everybody else, too. Because, like I said, the issue isn't about him. Maybe that's the problem. Here's a uh, fax that says, please don't let anybody know who sent you this. Okay. <laughs> I always love those. Neil and George, if you don't know yet, there's a former Broward deputy running against Ken Jenny for sheriff. This is a regular guy. He is not on a power trip like the unctuous, obnoxious Ken Jenny. And he doesn't look like a possum either, I'm sure. He doesn't believe in busting clubs and he's not a gay basher. He doesn't want to work, he wants to work with the community and not take over all the city's police departments as Ken Jenny does. That fascist bastard to him. It. Please let's get this guy elected. He now has close to eight, now see there's a line through that. 
Is that 85%? I don't know. Line through mine, too. Oh. I think it's 85% of all the deputies in Broward supporting him. Oh, there it is again. It's in there again. It is 85. Supporting him on the hush because if Jenny found out, he'd fire all 85%. Most communities who still have their own police department are backing him because they don't want to be uh, overthrown by Ken Jenny. His name is Edward W. Holbrook. I wonder if he's kin to Hal Holbrook. Please help. Okay, support Ed Holbrook. Now, again, I, I'm saying that just because we got this fax here and probably shouldn't be doing that. We should have our vast research department <laughs> check this guy out, right? Right. Our vast... Uh, <laughs> our staff. Staff. <laughs> right, our shillelagh. <laughs> right. 3103, man. I am so proud of these people that are finally getting off their ass. They're mad as hell. They're sick of this crap. Rod in Miami. Hey, 3112. Jeff in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, your names are already on there. See, they put the last five people to sign the petition. It's a rolling thing. And, there, you know, there's no guarantee your name will actually show up on there because there's so many signing, which is good news. I'm going to, my, my goal, I mean, my goal, it's not my thing, it's Scott, but my goal is to get this guy over 50000 by tomorrow, okay? All right. Don't you think? I'm going to tell everybody, everybody in the hall. 47,472 signatures so far since uh, they started March 5th. It's only the 17th. It's in 12 days. That's a good start, Scott. And we're going to get him up to over 50,000 by tomorrow. Because this is all you can do. Because most people aren't going to write a letter. I mean, if you sit down and you write a letter, is anybody going to pay any attention to it? No. 99 times out of 100, not. But if your name is right there with a million other people or 10 million other Americans, people who are like real uh, living and breathing uh, people, then all of a sudden they have to say, well, wait a minute, let's take a look at this thing. Because the public is foaming at the mouth and we got an election coming. That's what gets to them. Because that's the one thing that most politicians are, just like broadcasters, spineless cowards. They stick their finger out the window to see which way the wind is blowing. Here's one from uh, somebody. It says, over ten years without cable television, we own DVDs and VHS for entertainment. If we need to know what's going on in the world, we listen to QAM, 500 channels, and uh, nothing's on. Well, that's a good point. Uncle Mel. That's a good point. But I still, uh, we got to have the cable. How could I survive without cable, Right. Right. Because if rope, I didn't I have guess. my, di huh? Use rope, I guess. If I didn't have my digital cable, I would have the BBC. The terrorist camps that were operating inside Pakistan, occupied Kashmir, Pakistan. There's no question. Though. How could we have gone so to war? So was the rebel serious in in moving the country towards war because it no, came no, no. very close? Yes, well, it's, that, these are these are matters of opinion. I don't think we should be. See, how the hell could I survive without that? And without like much music, for example, how could I survive without that? Gentlemen, Shannon Elizabeth. Huh? How can I make it through the day without that? Now, what did I do with our second poll? Oh, here it is. We'll let people call in with suggestions for the second poll. We've done it before, but I'm doing it again on our Judge McDonald, who's been doing hockey games for 7,000 years in the NHL. Never got any better. Uh, I mean, he's, uh, they don't come any better. What did I just say? I have Hey, no listen, idea. I want to tell you, you one thing about James with all, uh, with all due sincerity and, uh, you know, because I like busting his balls because he's an Irishman. Happy uh, St. Paddy's Day, Jugs. But he certainly was a big improvement from his predecessor, Chris Moron. All right. Anybody knows that. With his rat attack and all of his other silly-ass crap. I think that's one of the reasons that hockey failed to go over bigger than it should have in South Florida is because of Chris Moron. What an idiot. What an unctuous, obnoxious. He's the guy that told you seven years ago, I don't think Neil Rogers is ever going to be on WQAM. Right. <laughs> Very perspicacious, Chris. So Jigs has been a big improvement over him. He, you know, he's enthusiastic. He makes the game exciting. If he could see what was going on, he could make it even more exciting. 
Who is your favorite sportscaster of all time? Here's my list so far. I mean, what do I know? Mike Lang, Mel Allen, Howard Davided. Absolutely. Rick Weaver, Bob Prince, Jiggs McDonald, Joe Bowen, Foster Hewitt, Boog Shambi, Bill Hewitt, Fred Cusick, Joe Zagaki, Red Barber, and I don't care about sports. That's the list so far. And by the way, it was, it was uh, George's idea to put a couple of those people on there. Boom. I don't want to mention... Oh, my! Oh, my! Joe Zagaki. Right. Well, he's a sportscaster. He's sure. on this radio station. That's right. He deserves right? to be on there. Oh, my! Oh, my! And the best part of it is he'll get a vote. Probably the, the Beast will vote for him because the Beast is such a suck-up anyway. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. How you doing today? Great. You know, uh, I wanted to mention <clears throat> two different movies to you that kind of explain... The direction that this country is going in. Yes, sir. One would be Good Morning Vietnam. Mm -hmm. when Great movie. Robin Williams had to go over there, take the sheet off of the printer, give it to the guy, have him cross out what he can't say, and give it back to him. Right. The other movie would be Demolition Man. Every time Sylvester Stallone cursed, he got charged for it. That's right. <laughs> How do you like that? I love it. So those... Uh, and in his case, I love it even more. And the way that things are going, that came right to my mind. Uh, right away. Pretty scary, man. Yes, it is. So, just wanted to mention that to you. Have a great day. You too, thanks. Thank you. 5670560. Oh, we'll get to about a million calls between now and two. Now, what's that schedule look like, Neil? I'm glad you asked. Mad Dog at two. The Humper in Vegas at uh, four. The Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Panther Preview at seven. Panthers host the Islanders. Where you get? Oh, and then I find out that Duff and the Clarence, it's a two-man job. It takes the two of them. It takes two. To make these schedules up, and they still can't even come close to being right. It's at the Macarena in Sunrise, guys. Sports experts, 7:30 game time tonight. Jeff Rimmer and uh, Randy Red Deer Randy Motor will be on there. Wow, wow. I wonder who's buying that meal. Marlins on deck at uh, 6:50 on 790. Marlins and the Dodgers were farming that because it's a not a real game; it's a exhibitionist game. That's on 790 from Vero Beach. Eddie K follows the hockey game around 10:30 and Sporting News Radio overnight because you and Mark got fired. You know I've been telling you for years why you need to call Dial a Mattress at 1-800 Mattress. Here are just a few reasons more why you ought to call that toll-free number 1-800 Mattress. Dial a Mattress backs up everything they say in advertising 100% that their competitors still use lots of false and deceptive claims. When you see a mattress ad making outrageous claims, our advice is read the fine print. There are a lot of lies out there. Here's an example. The ads scream, free frame, free setup, free removal. The tiny print underneath says it only applies to luxury models. Or you have to live so close to the store you'd be their neighbor. Or it's for something you don't need like a frame. Guess what? Most people don't need a frame. And stores won't apply the credit to something else instead that you do need. It seems there's always a reason why the promotion doesn't apply to whatever you're buying. But at Dollar Mattress, their ads have no tiny print, no disclaimers, no lies, no BS. Every Dollar Mattress delivery includes free setup and free delivery whether it's a top-of-the-line set or a twin mattress for a bunk bed, no matter what. Dollar Mattress Delivery terms apply wherever you live, too. No exceptions from Kendall to Stewart, from Palm Beach to Fort Myers, from Ogis to uh, Sweetwater. Dollar Mattress reminds you to read the fine print because they want you to know what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them. So what are you waiting for? Pick up the phone right now and do what I've been doing for years. Do the smart way to buy a mattress with one simple phone call to 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the honest way to buy a bed, or log on to mattress.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Lollipop, little boy. Hey, baby. 
that was a great show, Bruce. Thanks, man. But to be honest with you, you stink. What? Well, faith in me, God a lot. After 72 cities in four hours a night, don't you think it's about time you had yourself a shower? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I've got just the soap for you. New Irish Springsteen. It's the boss of the ordering soap. Strong enough for a sweaty rolling. But I like it too. Please, USA. Irish Springsteen. Now you won't be smelling like New Jersey anymore. 1102 at 560 WQM. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. Boy, we got so much stuff going on here with our vast staff. Thank goodness for all of them, you know. <laughs> wow. Because Eric's already got that story on there from the Mirror News Agency about the U.M. perhaps planting weapons of mass destruction in Iraq to be found later on, close to the election. It, it just, uh, you know, consider it for what it is. You probably want to print it out and save it for down the road. Also, he's got the article on there by Max Castro that I read part of yesterday after the Herald unceremoniously dropped his ass because he was a little bit to the left of Attila Vaughn and not sufficiently anti-Fidel Castro. Plus, they probably, like you said, didn't like his last name. Poison. <coughs> Here's a fact that says if you want to get a lot of signatures, put the picture of Tanya Harding on the main page of your website, threaten to leave it up until a certain goal is reached. For better results, make it scratch and sniff. <laughs> oh, Woo, man. That's right. In fact, I'll tell you, we'll, we're going to threaten to put Tanya Harding on the beaded curtain every day instead of anybody else. Right. We won't change it. We'll never change it unless you uh, get on there on stop the F stopfcc.com. We'll get some of those honeymoon video pictures and put those on there. Ah! Explosion forces evacuation of Doral Industrial Area. <laughs> a series of explosions at a Doral fuel storage business forced the evacuation of businesses along Northwest 58th Street just after rush hour today, sending plumes of fire and debris into the air. We actually got on the CNN. There's Miami. Something bad's going on there. It's flaming. Fire officials didn't report any injuries. That was the good news. It was a it was a uh, accident, but nobody got hurt, right? Right. It was a little bit on the flaming side, but nobody got hurt. Roads into the area were closed. Police were turning away people trying to drive into the area. Dade firefighters were called to Air Gas South at 9030 Northwest 58th Street at 919 this morning on a report of fire among gas cylinders stored outside the business. No employees were there at the time. A series of 24 blasts followed the initial explosion at the industrial complex. I hate that when they're after the initial explosion, there are 24 more blasts. I could do some more, but better not. Businesses within a half-mile radius of the fire were evacuated. It's an industrial area, mostly warehouses, just north of the Doral Country Club. Oh, how about that? Pretty fancy schmancy over there by Doral, you know? 5670560. Oh, did I read my list yet or not? Yes. Yeah, I did. I read the list. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we'll change the poll at noon. Now, let's take a look at what we're doing with the uh, heathens we've got out there, which I'm very proud of. 410 votes in much less than an hour. Woohoo! Heavy duty, man. How often do you visit a church, synagogue, mosque, or other house of worship, we're asking? Never. 250, 60.9%. Never, never, ever. Keep your brain clean and clear and free. Like I said, 427 votes, 262, 61.3%. Occasionally 137. Now, see, maybe some of those people are thinking, like you're saying, like to a wedding Right, the baptism, you gotta a go bar mitzvah. to family, sure. You know, to go to make uh, somebody feel good. Funeral. Once a week, 20. Every day, 5. Or a couple of times a week, 3. Occasionally would mean like maybe on the high holidays for the Jews. 
Except, of course, for the Orthodox, which Oy. the less said about them, the better. Mm. Five six seven oh five sixty. About what? Tell us about them. About what? The Orthodox Jews. Yeah. I've already said all I need to say about the Orthodox Jews. Okay, Echobmendrered, as they say in Yugoslavia. <laughs> oh, here's a good article by Paul Krugman. It's on our website. Why Bush hasn't captured Bin Laden? Hey, you've seen, I'm sure, Bin Laden, and uh, Imus actually had a kind of a cute line this morning, which I can't believe. He must have been somewhat coherent. I don't believe it. Uh, he said it might have been, it was either uh, those aerial photos, you know, from 2000. It was either Osama or Abdul Karim Jabbar. It was kind of cute. <laughs> For him, it was great. Paul Krugman writes, Princeton, New Jersey, my most immediate priority, Spain's new leader, Jose Luis Rodriguez Zapatero, declared Monday, will be to fight terrorism. But he and the voters who gave his party a stunning upset victory on Sunday don't believe the war in Iraq is part of that fight. And the Spanish public was also outraged by what it perceived as the Aznar government's attempt to spin the terrorist attack last week for political purposes. The Bush administration, which baffled the world when he used an attack by Islamic fundamentalists to justify the overthrow of a brutal but secular regime, and which has been utterly ruthless in its political exploitation of the 9-11 attacks, must be very, very afraid. Polls suggest that a reputation for being tough on terror is just about the only remaining political strength that George W. Bush has. Yet this reputation is based on image, not reality. The truth is that Bush, while eager to invoke 9-11 on behalf of an unrelated war, has shown consistent reluctance to focus on the terrorists who actually attacked America or their backers in Saudi Arabia and Pakistan. This reluctance dates back to Bush's first months in orifice. Why, after all, has his inner circle tried so hard to prevent a serious investigation of what happened on 9-11? There's been much speculation about whether officials ignored specific intelligence warnings, but what we know for sure is that the administration disregarded urgent pleas by departing Clinton officials to focus on the threat from al-Qaeda. After 9-11, terrorism could no longer be ignored, and the military conducted a successful campaign against al-Qaeda's Taliban hosts, but the failure to commit sufficient U.S. forces allowed Osama bin Laden to escape. After that, the administration appeared to lose interest in al-Qaeda, by the summer of 2002, bin Laden's name had disappeared from Bush's speeches. It was all Saddam Hussein all the time. This wasn't just a rhetorical switch. Crucial resources were pulled off the hunt for al-Qaeda, which had attacked America, to prepare for the overthrow of Saddam, who had not. If you want confirmation that this seriously impeded the fight against terror, look at reports about the all-out effort to capture bin Laden that started finally just a few days ago. Why didn't this happen last year or the year before? According to the New York Times, last year many of the needed forces were tied up in Iraq. It's now clear that by shifting his focus to Iraq, Bush did al-Qaeda a huge favor. The terrorists and their Taliban allies were given time to regroup. The resurgent Taliban once again control almost a third of Afghanistan, and al-Qaeda has regained the ability to carry out large-scale atrocities. But Bush's lapses in the struggle against terrorism extend beyond his decision to give al-Qaeda a breather. His administration has also run interference for Saudi Arabia, the home of most of the 9-11 hijackers and the main financier of Islamic extremism, and Pakistan, which created the Taliban and is actively engaged in nuclear proliferation. Some of the administration's actions have been so strange that those who reported them were initially accused of being nutty conspiracy theorists. For example, what are we to make of the post-9-11 Saudi airlift? Just days after the attack, at a time when private air travel was banned, the administration gave special clearance to flights that gathered up Saudi nationals, including several members of the bin Laden family who were in the U.S. at the time. These Saudis were then allowed to leave the country after the best at best, cursory interviews with the FBI. And the administration is still covering up for Pakistan, whose government recently made the absurd claim that large-scale shipments of nuclear technology and material to rogue states, including North Korea, according to a new CIA report, 
were the work of one man who was promptly pardoned by President Pervez Musharraf. Bush has allowed this farce to go unquestioned. So when the Bush campaign boasts of the president's record in fighting terrorism and accuses John Kerry of being weak on the issue, when Republican congressmen suggest that a vote for Kerry is a vote for bin Laden, American voters should remember this. The Bush administration's actual record is one of indulgence toward regimes that are strongly implicated in terrorism and of focusing on actual terrorist threats only when forced to by events. Paul Krugman in the New York Times today. And that inspires me to reach over and pick up the book. Got the book? You got the book. Craig Unger, House of Bush, House of Saud. It was just released yesterday. It's got a picture of L.W. and Prince Bondar on the front, and they're holding hands real tight. The secret relationship between the world's two most powerful dynasties. I'm just going to read the, uh, the short blurb off the jacket. Shocking and politically explosive, Craig Unger's House of Bush, House of Saud presents an unflinching political counter-narrative to official explanations of why America is now endangered by fundamentalist Islamic terrorism. Unger reveals how the personal fortunes and public policies of President George W. Bush and his father, George Herbert Walker Bush, and their associates have long been entwined with the ruling family of Saudi Arabia and even with supporters of Osama bin Laden himself. The revelations in this troubling, deeply sourced account have already been cited by Senators Hillary Rodham Clinton and Chuck Schumer in the U.S. Senate and set the 9-11 attacks, the two Iraqi wars, and the ongoing bombings by al-Qaeda in a startling new context certain to spark comment and controversy. House of Bush, House of Saud begins with a simple question. How is it that two days after 9-11, when American air traffic was all but shut down, 140 Saudi citizens, many kin to Osama bin Laden, were permitted to leave the country? Why didn't the FBI question the people on the planes? Why did a Saudi billionaire socialize in the White House with President George W. Bush on September 13? And why did Saudi Arabia, the birthplace of nearly all the hijackers, get preferential treatment from the White House even as the World Trade Center continued to burn? The answers to these questions and ones far more troubling lie in a largely hidden relationship that began in the mid-1970s when the oil-rich House of Saud set out for America in the wake of the OPEC oil embargo and soaring oil prices. Saudi Arabia needed American military protection and a place to invest its billions of petrodollars. Like wildcatting oil drillers, the Saudis began prospecting among promising American politicians, including the Bush family. And with the Bushes, the Saudis hit a gusher direct access to Presidents Ronald Reagan, George Herbert Walker Bush, and George W. Bush, as well as to Secretary of State James Baker, Vice President Dick Cheney, Secretary of State Colin Powell, and the entire U.S. intelligence apparatus. What followed was an amazing weave of influence, investment, and policy between the House of Bush and the House of South that arcs straight into today's headlines. The two parties conferred intimately on war, oil, funding for Afghanistan's Mujahideen, led by Osama bin Laden, illegal arms deals, banking, and much more. By the time George W. was elected, the House of Saud had transferred astounding sums of money to the House of Bush in deals involving dozens of companies, among them the Carlyle Group, an enormous politically connected private equity firm. The estimated total is detailed inside the book. But the significance of the Bush-Saud relationship goes far beyond money and even beyond the fact that Saudi Arabia possesses the world's largest oil supply. More than any other country, Saudi Arabia is responsible for the rise of Islamic fundamentalist terrorism that threatens America today. He was on CNN last night for a couple of minutes, and, of course, they gave him uh, the business, you know. The author, Craig Unger. The monkey business? They wanted the overs and the ungers. 11.13 at 5.60, WQAM. Hey, listen, if you're not losing any weight on any of those uh, low-carb diets, if you're having problems with anything you've tried losing the weight, here this might be the answer for you. Balance for life, because they make it so simple for you. There's nothing to count. There's no calories. There's no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning to uh, worry about, no carbs to count. 
Balance for Life is the premier meal delivery service. It's based on the Zone Diet, and they deliver right to your door a little black sack every morning. And boy, there ain't nothing like what's inside your black sack, because in there there are three delicious meals, two gourmet snacks every single day. With all that food, how could you possibly say you're on a diet? See, that's the key. They have delicious, great-tasting stuff, and you have enough of it to keep you satisfied all day long. People are losing an average of 12 to 18 pounds a month with Balance for Life. It's based on the Zone Diet, which has proven to lower diabetes, higher cholesterol, and high blood pressure, too. And now, if you ever wanted to try the South Beach Diet, here's your chance, because Balance for Life is the closest thing you'll ever find, because it's the only meal delivery company that offers you menu choices that let you go from Phase 1 to Phase 3 of the South Beach Diet, too. So if you're sick and tired of being fat, unhealthy, having diabetes, or being on the verge of, feel the difference and see the results on the scale with just a matter of days with Balance for Life. Call them today at that new toll-free number, 1-866-225-4543. That's 1-866-225-4543, or check them on the web at balanceforlife.com. Live, live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Absolutely. In a place that smells just like a bad day at the zoo. Let the scum back dressed in drag that drink they'll bring me to. Yeah. If you want to bring the circle, then play into the bed. It seems all you gotta do is just ask the other. Yeah. Ooh, why it's just ask with sand if you tell a bad man. Girls, but don't wear Eleven nineteen, and we got some good news, boy. Your good friend Lynn Samuels, man, she's on top of it. It took about two seconds, and she got the link on there. Uh, sign a petition for stopfcc.com. Nice going, Lynn. See that? Well, I don't see it. I'll take your word for it, though. Well, why not? Aren't you on Lynn Samuel's website right now? No, I'm on the other guy's website, counting the Florida votes. I see. How are we doing? Uh, 3150 or something? Wait, let me refresh it again. You're crazy. You're way behind as usual, mister. Way behind. Way off your feed. 3196. See? There you go. We got almost 3200 from Florida. 3196. New York State has got 35. That's the whole state. How many people, what do you say, uh, about 20 million people in New York State? Okay, we can find that. I mean, you could look it up. I mean, 18, 20 million people. Now, granted, Florida's got, I think, 13, 14 million, but nevertheless, we're just on the air, like in this one little corner on this make-believe radio station on AM. We're not, like, syndicated like a real radio show. No. Of course not. That's because Norma Kent's too busy with 85 other projects. Projects. But anyway, uh, four more for 3,200, and then New York's got 3,553. During the show today by 2 o'clock, we're going to pass New York State. And again, it doesn't really make any difference where the names come from, but it's just, just as a little bit extra motivation. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like to try to point out that the people, and of course the people in Florida ought to be more pissed off, because in the part of this where Howard Stern is a factor, he's been taken off the air by Chief Channel under obviously false pretense. Total phony baloney just caving in. 
So you think that the people of South Florida, and we got a big crossover between the Howard's audience and ours, you think that a lot of them would be highly motivated. But then again, this show is involved. Bubba the Love Sponge, last time I checked, he was on the West Coast. We got how many people listening in Tampa? About 30, man. Online. So anyway, as of yes. April 1st, 2000, it was 19 million. Very close on your part. Yeah, I, well, what did I say? It's got to be about 20, 20 million on New York State. Nice guess, Neil. Thank you. And they got 3553. We'll show you people in New York a thing or two, okay? All you hot shots up there. In fact, we've probably got more New Yorkers in South Florida <laughs> signing the petition. Right, than New Yorkers oh. in New York. How do you like them apples, huh? Oh, man. At the moment, though, the last five, uh, California is going heavy duty. There must, there must be somebody on here. And don't call me again, uh, Scott. You're going to start getting chronic. No, call whenever you want. I guess every time I see line nine ring, it's going to be Scott. The Scott line. He's wondering, how come they're doing screenless? How come they just pick it up? Well, that's uh, because we just feel like doing yeah, it. Yeah, we're crazy that way. Because <laughs> oh. we don't want to subject uh, Josh to the uh, calls, okay? It'll, especially at his young age. 5670560. Oh, oh, here's something great. Somebody just thanks Bill and Pat. Thanks, Bill and Pat. It says, Spain's incoming Prime Minister, Jose Luis Rodriguez Zapatero, today rebuffed an appeal from President Bush to stand by the U.S.-led occupation of Iraq, which... Uh, Zapatero described as a fiasco. <laughs> I will listen to Mr. Bush, but my position is very clear and very firm, Zapatero told Onda Cero Radio. Sarah, see, I, when I do the Spanish, I start doing the C again with Italian. Onda Cero Radio, what does that mean? What, one zero? I don't know. Onda Cero? He said, Bonacera, Bonacera. The occupation is a fiasco. There have been almost more deaths after the war than during the war, he said. Zapatero, who is due to take office next month after an unexpected election win Sunday, is pledged to withdraw his 1,300 Spanish troops from Iraq by July 1st if the U.N. doesn't take charge there. You go, boy. Nice going. Not going to sacrifice any more of these Spaniards because of the fact that George W. is a lunatic, a maniac in heat, surrounded by a bunch of neocon lunatics himself. Good golly. One of the American. And, you know, they keep showing all these polls now because for whatever reason, the Republicans have decided to make a big issue of the thing. Kerry said that foreign leaders have told them they hope that he wins. The whole rest of the world hopes that he wins. Whether it was John Kerry, Howard Dean, it wouldn't have made any difference if it was Daffy Duck. They just said, we hope you beat Bush because the rest of the world hates Bush and is scared to death of him because he's irrational. He's a lunatic. So it's not even debatable. In fact, that issue is going to blow up right in front of their puss. You'll see. Just like that. WQM, hello. Yeah, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, is it Neil? Yes, sir. All right. Um, you know where George Herbert Walker Bush was when we were attacked? Where is that? Oh, that he was having a uh, dinner. He was having a meeting. No, it was a breakfast meeting. He was having a meeting with the Bin Laden. Right. He was actually That's right. Yeah, we talked about we that. Right. Attacked. Wouldn't have had dinner at nine o'clock in the morning. And he was having breakfast with uh, his uh, Saudi buddies. With the Bin Laden, exactly. Not only right. that, not only that, but why was it that George Bush, George Walker Bush, went into that classroom after he knew that we were already under attack? Mm-hmm. But you you say that he already knew that. How do you know that? They they came because in and told him up. Because of the timeline, he went into the classroom three minutes after the first plane hit. So, in other words, it was staged when his aide came in and whispered in his ear that was staged? He went in to do his photo op no matter what. And if there you, you pay go. attention, the book he was re supposedly reading the kids was upside down. I heard it. Was, I heard the book was Mein Kampf is what I heard. Could be just yeah. a rumor. <laughs> it should have been Mein Kampf. Good luck, to, good luck to us, Pally. All right, bye. Thanks. 
Let's see. I asked a question the other day, and I received my answer. The article was in yesterday's Sun Sentinel on page 3, eh? Says somebody, Dave. Only problem majority of people don't give a schmidt. Now, what, what is this about? I don't know. I didn't read it. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. Gays are not afforded the right to marry. Please, it says. Could you play I'm a C's Boring for Elliot, New Jersey? War protesters march more than five. Yeah, but the only problem was there were about a hundred people, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember somebody called about that, but it was like, uh, first it was going to be sixty and then it was like a hundred people protesting the war. I mean, I commend them, those people who've done it, but uh, let's get serial. Hundred people. That's why, uh, you know, sooner or later, somebody's got to wake the public up. Am I going to do it? No. But at least a few people anyway. Have we got 3,200 uh, signatures on there yet, or what? Checking. Reloading. Reflecting. I'm reloading myself right now, okay? I'm reloading. I didn't know you could do that. Uh. 3,208. 3,208. We started today with 29,98, or at least when the show started. So that's 210 already in less than an hour and a half. So just like I told Scott, who started this whole deal, and again, thanks to you, Scott, and thanks to whoever called us in. I'm very, very grateful. Because maybe I'm naive in my old age, but and even if we can't, if we don't succeed, which, you know, the odds are long, but at least we're giving it a shot. We're giving it our best shot. Like Jimmy Johnson would say, we got a shot. As opposed to just rolling over and playing dead and letting them just play fast and loose with the First Amendment, whatever else they want to do. It's sad. I'll tell you what else is sad, and that's the way that uh, your friend the water Nazi makes a log. I think what you ought to do is, like, uh, run the same spots back-to-back from now on would be a good idea. Let's just do them all in one big, giant club. There you go, like Alan Burke used to do, rest in peace. 26 after 11 at 560 WQM. I've been telling you for a long time why you ought to call Dial-A-Mattress toll-free at 1-800-MATTRESS. Here are just a few reasons why you need to call them. Dial-A-Mattress backs up everything they see in advertising 100%, but their competitors still use lots of false and deceptive claims. In other words, they lie like crazy. When you see a mattress ad making outrageous claims, our advice is... Please read the fine print because that's where you'll find oodles of lies. Here's an example. The ad screams out with a big headline, free frame, free setup, free removal, but the tiny print underneath says it only applies to luxury models. Or you have to live so close to the store you'd practically be their next-door neighbor. Or maybe it's for something you don't need like a frame. Guess what? Most people don't need a frame, and stores won't apply the credit to anything else instead. It seems there's always a reason why the promotion doesn't apply to what you're buying. But at Dynamatrix, their ads have no tiny print, no disclaimers, no lies, no BS. No phony promises. Every dial mattress delivery includes free setup and free delivery, period. Whether it's a top-of-the-line set, a twin mattress for a bunk bed, or anything in between. dial mattress delivery terms apply wherever you live, too. No exceptions from Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers, from Ishpeming to Ogis. dial mattress reminds you to read the fine print because they want you to know what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them. So what are you waiting for? I've been buying my mattresses for a long time from these folks. They make it easy. All you do is make the one simple call. They show up on time, take away the crappy old bedding, and set up your great new one just like that. Call them today, toll-free at 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or log on to their website, mattress.com, the honest way to get a great night's sleep. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560, QA, Bush hates gays. Bush hates gays. Uh-huh. See how he'll pass a gay amendment ban. While off to San Francisco they go to become a married home. Always disgusted unless you're a hetero. Cause Bush hates gays. 
What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie. Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits, live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. You're so many bits. Press one, please. Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. <laughs> hey, listen to me, stupid. I am the Iman. You are the walrus cuckoo chew. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus. He's irreverent. So, uh, What's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So, uh, what's the deal with this Watergate break? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it Doberman present? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's... I miss and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some fresh jingle, it's Imus. Maybe that was the Pope on stilts that they saw there in that uh, picture, you know? <laughs> It's 11:32. He's just kind of a little fellow, funny looking. Uh, 28 till noon, and we got uh, we got a shot at that. We're going to pass New York during the show today, on stopfcc.com. We got 32, 33, I believe. Last time I took a puke at it. Here's our poll. We'll change the poll at noon, then we'll get some names for it. How often do you visit a church, synagogue, mosque, or other house of worship? The Sun Sentinel took the same poll yesterday, and I was staggered to find that 39 percent. Of the respondents of the Sun Sentinel, the Goody Two Shoes newspaper, said never. They never go. Thirty-three percent said only occasionally. So you put those two together, it's only seventy-two point three percent. And yet, those religionists would have us believe, and the right wingers would have us believe that America's overwhelmingly uh, super religious uh, fanatics. Thank God they're not. At least not our crowd. Not in. Um, Howard. Five hundred and sixty votes. Look at that. Five sixty QAM. Five hundred and sixty votes. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. You see that? I love it. How often do you go to uh, these joints? Never, 345, 61.6%. Never, never, ever go. Oh, there's uh, Vice President Dick. Uh, as the Bush campaign... They dragged him out of the closet for a couple of minutes. Occasionally, 177. Once a week, 28. Every day, 6. Every single day. And a couple of times a week, 4 out of 560. Here's a fax that says... As a long-time listener, I'd like to ask you to help out with a different injustice that the president's trying to take away from the people he's trying to write into the, into the Constitution, discrimination against gay and lesbian people. There's a pull to help stop George Bush, and I was hoping you might place a banner on your site to help out. The site is, and it's a long website here, but if you fax this to Eric, I'm sure Eric will be delighted to put it on there. hrc.org slash millionformarriage slash index dot... Ooh, I'm afraid of that last part there. What does that say? <laughs> Uh, SH what? And anyway, oh, I see, HTML, it's on the next line, scare me. <laughs> Please feel free to visit and see if you'd approve it to your site. There's a wonderful commercial on there titled, What If the World Was Gay? And it's a touching commercial. Well, quit touching it. I just want to thank you for your time. I want to know you have people as far away as St. Paul, Minnesota, listening to the show. Keep kicking right-wing ass. Thank God for Neil says. Thanks, Pally. We'll put it on there in no time at all, because Eric is on top of it. As soon as you fax it to him, it'll be on there, the link. Right? Okay. How come Miss Fudge won't put a link on there to stop FCC? Does Miss Fudge believe uh, in free speech? No. Even his good buddy Rush there was uh, defending Howard. No. And this whole FCC thing is pretty pissed off. How about Miss Fudge? Come on, Lynn, get your boyfriend to put it on there. Then we get some response. He's got 80 trillion readers all around the universe, even on that new planet they just discovered. They're reading the, the Fudge report. Now Anthony faxes and says the the aid went to him after the second plane hit. Right. Now you see yeah. what the the rationalization for that would be, well, when the first plane hit the first tower, they thought it was an accident. There's only one problem with that, a very big problem. 
And that is that the FAA already knew that there were four planes that had been hijacked that weren't going where they were supposed to be going? Oh. Huh. How do you like that? So you can't say, well, they thought it was an accident when all these other planes were hijacked. It, it just don't all happen on the same day. Well, crap happens, you know. Pretty sad. Thanks, Anthony. Five six seven oh five sixty. Who was your favorite sportscaster of all time? That's the poll we'll put up at noon. In honor of Jugs McDonald on his 85th anniversary of broadcasting NHL games. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I love the dancing bush. He's a beautiful thing. That's funny. Okay, um, CNN had a story on yesterday. I didn't catch all of it, only the end of it, about Howard Stern and making remarks about President Bush. Did you hear anything about that? No. Okay. Uh, just one more thing. Did you hear Toast and Stu Gatz have their own sports show now? Yes, we did. We, uh, we mentioned that. We promoted the whole Oh, I just feel like barking. I hate that Toast guy. Well, he'll be Toast soon. In fact, it's a cute thing. Did you notice what Eric did to the uh, Joe and Mark blurb that we have? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're Toast. That's a cute thing, Eric. Well, that Eric, I'm telling you, for a fat guy, he's pretty clever. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. I I don't think we'll get any more names for the uh <laughs> the sportscaster, but that's okay. Maybe we'll get one or two. Yeah, that's okay. Well, we have bigger fish to fry. Oh, now don't start. <laughs> don't start. You even you it's are going to vote for the booster once yeah, we get up there. Wow. Well, there's just too much stuff going on all at the same time. You know what? Too 32, much crap. Thirty-two, thirty-three. Thirty-two, thirty-three. And what's New York got? Thirty-five, fifty-nine. Thirty-five fifty-nine. So we need three hundred. Let's see, thirty-five fifty-nine and thirty-two thirty-three. We need two hundred and thirty-six uh, names on here by now, two o'clock. Of course, they'll be getting some more too. So we need about three hundred to pass them like they're squatting with their twenty million people. We'll show New York State a thing or two, okay? When it comes to activism, <laughs> right? WQM, hello. Oh, I wish I was in the land of oxycotton. Oh my God. How what are rock, you? What rock did you crawl out from under? <laughs> oh, boy. I've been around. I've been monitoring. Have you really? Hey, what do you think of this uh, new uh, liberal radio network? You want me to give you a real short answer? Of course. That's my answer. <laughs> liberals you know, aren't, uh, liberals just aren't like uh, rush, rushy. They're not ditto heads, you know? They're not, I don't know. I, I, I wish Randy well, but as far, other than that, uh, good yeah, luck to them. Still has to be uh, ratings and uh, revenue producing, and mm -hmm. uh, that might be a problem. And, and it still has to be interesting. It, it, it can't just be light bulb radio. So we'll see how entertaining it is. That's exactly right. I forgot that you know I, I didn't get in to say uh, happy anniversary to you and uh, belated one to you. As, as well, thanks so much. And, and in closing, how's Stan doing? I was just going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> I haven't a clue. Remember the line from The Godfather? He's still alive. See you. See you, Elvis. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Man, they're still out there. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Pretty good, sir. Oh, shut off my radio, excuse me. Um, two things. I don't know if you got Al Michaels on your sports poll. No, I do not, but he's on there right now. An excellent choice. I like him because I'm a young guy and I really... um. Not into many sports, just football, and he's the only guy I've heard in the last 10 years, so that's right. all I know. And second, Joyce Kaufman was giving kudos the other day on her show, uh, saying you're the greatest and you deserve a million bucks, and 
that you'll beat Al Howard Stern any day. Joyce Kaufman? Yep. Oh, my God. I, you guys only got to listen to I've been listening to you for years, uh, probably 20 years, since 79, and I'm glad you're still around, Neil. Thanks, pal. Have a great day. Bye. Joyce Kaufman said nice things about me. I never met Joyce Kaufman. Is she kin to George S. Kaufman? Andy Kaufman. Catch all the NCAA action uh, the 18th tomorrow with QM for the regular uh, thing. The singular... What kind of a promo is this, Clarence? Catch all the NCAA action tomorrow the 18th. Why, why do we have to say tomorrow the 18th? It okay. says on here, liner for Wednesday the 17th. Uh, this is Miguel, by the way. Like I said, Clarence is still an idiot, though. Blame him. They don't want it to be confused with uh, tomorrow the 20th. I see. With QM for the singular wireless fan jam at Dave & Buster's in Hollywood. Enter to win a 52-inch TV with surround sound and 300 bucks in cash. It gets underway at 2 p.m. with the Mad Dog, followed by the Booster, Boo Shambi at 4. All going on at Dave & Buster's tomorrow afternoon, the 18th. 20 till noon. Speaking of numbers, this is the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the amazing only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. It pays zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, and even zero discounted points. Get yourself that new low interest rate of just 1.25%. How can you beat that? If you have a $100,000 loan, your payment's only 334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call them today toll-free at that brand-new number of theirs, 1-866-395-LEND. They'll answer all your questions. There is absolutely, positively, absolutely no obligation. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get the new low-rate low financing of just 1.25%, the only one mortgage from Financial Group. Never, ever pay closing costs again. Call them today, 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rate subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. My junior, honey. Jesus Christ, I'm just taking a puke of those numbers there. New York State, 3565. That's only six more than the last time you looked at it. Right. And Florida, 3271, which is, uh, what, 48 more than we had before? So we're closing the gap, man. We're closing that gap, 29254. How can that be? 
Was my math mm-hmm. wrong before? Oh, I said 2.30. We needed 3.36. But it's, so it's coming down. Now it's 2-something. Just get on there. StopFCC.com. And thanks to uh, Daniel and Sunny Isles and Maria in Miami and Joseph in Cooper City and Lisa in Homestead, who are four of the last South Floridians to uh, sign on the petition to tell the FCC and the government to cut the crap. See, the most important thing about this is that it, it's not partisan. It's not Democrats or Republicans. It's not the right wing or the left wing. It's all of them. They've just decided that it's goody two-shoes year because it's an election year. So we'll just start stopping all over the First Amendment, and we'll just start finding people like crazy, and we'll posture for... And again, the other poll that we're taking here I think is, is significant. I don't know. I, probably Pat Robertson and Jerry Falwell are the ones who are taking these other polls. Oh, 85% of Americans are devout and go to church and synagogue every day. Bullcrap. Where do they come up with this garbage? Out of the reefs. How often do you visit a church, synagogue, mosque, or other house of worship, we're asking today? 626 votes. Never 386. That's 61.6%. Never. Never. Wouldn't go near it. Occasionally 197. Once a week, 32. Every day, 6. A couple of times a week, 5. So occasionally or never in our crowd is 93%. And the Sun Sentinel was 72.3%. WQM, hello. Yeah, hi. I was calling about the uh, the FTC petition. Right. Yeah, I had uh, yesterday. I signed up on a petition, and it said that it was supposed to email me yeah. a confirmation. That I clicked on, and it never did. I got nothing in my uh, probably email in your box. spam folder. What's that? Spam. One in your spam folder if you have a uh, high spam settings like the rest of us do. Yeah. No, I don't have any. I don't have any spam settings. I don't get any spam mail because I really don't use. That's the internet why anymore. you don't get any spam mail because you have a high spam setting. Right. I'm working on Windows 98 and I've never upgraded anything. What's well, so to do with that? Really, I don't surf, so I don't. Sure, get tr- any trust me when I tell you, we've had a lot of people who have uh, signed it who have gotten a confirmation, so it's just a technical thing. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Because I, I was wor- I was worried about that too, and then I asked Scott, who started the whole campaign, when he called earlier, I asked him about it, and it's a technical thing with your computer, but don't worry about it. Okay, as long as my vote counted. Yeah, this is, un- unlike the 2000 presidential election, this is one where you can be sure your vote will count. Excellent. Thanks, Pally. Thanks. See you. How do you like that? Yeah. Something's happening, baby. You can smell it. From coast to coast, from pillar to post, people are finally waking up. God damn it, it's too bad we're not syndicated just for one week. Just for a week. Right? A month. I hope that somebody over there in Tampa, which I know those people, a lot of them are pissed off about Bubba the Love Sponge getting fired. Why were you starting to chur- uh, uh, chortle? Yeah, it's a bastion of activism there in Tampa. No, 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 no. Hey, listen, when you pork off those rednecks, man, they get pretty yeah, damn porky. They might just sit down hard. Just watch it. Okay. Eddie and Pembroke Pine says, The Bush crime family, since coming to South Florida about four years ago, I've learned a lot listening to your program. The organized crime families of the 30s, 40s, and 50s were just controlling crooked politicians, police, and the media. We have people at the newspaper, don't we, Tom? They might like a story like that. They now own the companies that control what goes on in the media. They don't just have politicians in their pockets. They're the politicians that control what goes on in this country. Forget fighting over Chicago, New York, and other big cities in America. The world is now their territory. Iraq is just another rich territory in play. Saddam Hussein and Bush's ex-partners have been at odds for a long time over oil and money. Saddam made the deal pay off just before he was to be taken out by Bush number one. Angry, he later tried to put the hit on Bush number one. Now GW has the revenge. All the summits, meetings, and agreements like WTO, NATO, United Nations, and so forth are just the families of the world getting together to divide the spoils between themselves. The terrorists are just another angry family that's been screwed over and had their shares stolen by the very family now in power here in the U.S. 
Think about every other position. They think it all fits like O.J.'s glove. If it doesn't fit, it's full of Schmidt. Nice going, Eddie. Bush administration accused of manufacturing the news. Oh, my God. This can't be true. The Bush administration is being investigated for producing ready-made television news package. Oh, yeah, we already had this story. Oh, sorry. I thought this was something new. Sorry. Ready-made TV news packages in which actors were paid to pose as journalists. Uh, TV news releases were sent to local stations to be run. Well, they all do this. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, a it's called the big lie, you know. Nothing is what it appears to be. That that Just keep that in mind, all you young people out there. The rest of us are too old to do any good. Just keep it in mind. Nothing is what it appears to be, okay? That's what I told her. Yeah. And you know what she said? You call that a penis? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eight. We can still say penis, no, just can not we? too often. Just not too often. Don't say vagina though. We can't say it in a sentence. You can say Virginia, but don't say vagina. WQM, hello. Not there on line two. Five six seven oh five sixty. It's my bad because I'm not taking any calls. We're not getting any more names. We got Al Michaels. That's a good one. We don't want to leave him off of there. The Humper will get upset. <laughs> Although the Humper's out there in Vegas. Let's see. It's eight fifty two in the morning. He's probably still sound asleep, cutting the big Z's. In fact, there are a lot of people out there who like to cut Josie, like in little pieces. Now, he's a good guy. He's a really good guy, but... Josie Gacky sucks, okay? WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Talk to Neil, please. Yes, sir, speaking. Hey, Neil, what's happening? Uh, how are you? Just wondering, can you say shillelagh today? Yeah, we just said it once. Don't say it too oh, often. Oh, did I miss you? Hey, listen, i got to ask you a question. Sometimes I listen to you, and, and you seem to concur with uh, the control of uh, media, et cetera, okay? Oh, what what does that mean? I seem to concur with the control of media. Well, I mean, you're, you're in agreement that it happens. Is what I mean to say. I apologize. Yeah. But um, other times you seem to balk at conspiracy theories. Such as what? Uh, con global control by the elite. I mean, is there such a thing? What no, that, that's not that's not a conspiracy. That's a fact. There's nothing to balk at on that. I mean, that's a fact. The world, like in network, the world is a business, and that that's the truth. Okay, understood. But I mean, we're, we're, you don't believe that the fix is in in some in some in some sorts. Absolutely. Uh, and, and but you don't believe that at, that at a higher level that this is all dominated by these elites. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. Well, and another question, oddball question. What is? Have you ever heard the term scissor bill? No. A scissor bill in regards no. possibly from the Three Stooges. Scissor bill. Scissor bill. He's a real uh, scissor bill. I'll check with Mo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good. Thanks, Have very a great job. You ever hear that, Scissor Bill? No, no, Mac the Knife. I heard of Sizz Edward Scissorhands. Uh, there he goes with that Johnny Depp stuff again. He just can't stop. You're right. I read some reviews of his new movie. What is it called, Josh? Secret Window. Secret Window. Uh, not too good. Damn it. I mean, well, it was just a review. It was in the New York Post, I believe, or the Daily News, one or the other, but it was pretty weak. They said uh, Johnny just kind of like uh, sleepwalks his way through the thing and doesn't, uh, and it's a uh, lame story. But that's what they said. What do they know? 653 votes on there, and then at noon we'll change the poll to who was your favorite sportscaster of all time. I'm going to vote for Jugs McDonald, aren't I? No. No. Just a joke, Jugs, okay? Old but kind of a fuddy-duddy guy, but nevertheless. He's Irish. Don't be picking on Jugs on this on his, his day. Shame on you, Neil. You bastard, you. They're honoring Jugs. They're putting him on the TV telecast tonight with Denise Potvin, which is hardly an honor. Boy, you talk about a dumb frog. Man, oh, man, oh, man. No wonder those people in the Ranger fans hated him like poison. 
used to sing pot band sucks and all the pot band beats is, well, whatever. Stern alleges Clear Channel refuses payment. The war between Howard Stern and Clear Channel continues to escalate, says Radio Inc. Clear Channel yanked Stern off six stations last month after a caller used the N-word while Stern was talking sex with Paris Hilton's ex-boyfriend, Rick Solomon. Now Stern claims Clear Channel refuses to pay him as per his contract. The reason we have a contract with them is so they wouldn't pull stuff like this, he said. And yada, yada, yada. Who cares? Let's take up a collection for Howard Stern, shall we? No. And then I'm looking at uh, Boycott Clear Channel to get Howard Stern back on the air. He's got his own petition here. And you're right. They're, they're, I mean, this is sad. If the same exact it. thing would have happened to me, and I would have started a petition drive on our website and only had 4,072 signatures after I don't know how many days this has been on there, I think, well, who am I kidding? Especially when you're on, like, pillar to post, coast to coast. What is that, 4,000 signatures? I could go out on a street corner here and get more than that in an hour. Carmazin says Stern not indecent. Well, good for him. I want to, uh, in the next hour, I want to get to those two articles I talked about. King of all kvetchers from the New York Daily News yesterday. And Stern, O'Reilly, and others are crossing the line from self-promotion to narcissism. Pretty sad. Let me say it again. The whole issue here with this FCC thing and this petition drive, that, that's why I like it so much, even though the guy did call in Howard to try to, you know, enlist his support. It isn't about Howard Stern. It's not about Bubba the Love Sponge. It's not about Neil Rogers. It's not about Bob and Tom. It's about something very, very uh, bizarre called freedom of speech. What a concept. Four minutes till noon. Oh, there's the St. Patty's Day parade. Great. Long Today, Fifth Avenue, uh, New York. Snow and kind of blustery weather there. But... And look at this. Some of them are walking a little bit side saddle, it seems to me. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Well, uh, it be the 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Dr. Howard Dean, governor, physician, searching for a way to tap into the American voter's consciousness. Then, an accidental overdose of embarrassment alters his body chemistry. And now, when Howard Dean grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. The creature is driven by rage and pursued by a nation of reporters. The creature is wanted for a tirade in Iowa. Howard Dean's political future is believed to be dead, and he must let the world think that it is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. It'll take a Herculean effort by a busload of spin doctors to change the public perception of the governor. The only living creature in his life who still believes in him is blind, deaf-mute dog, Lucky. The creature must run to protect himself. But where will he go? We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. Dr. Hollywood the incredible joke. Oh, wow. 1202 at 560, WQM, happy Wednesday, happy St. Patty's Day, 670 votes on that first poll. How often do you visit a church, synagogue, mosque, or other house of worship? Oi! Never 416, 62%, 416 out of 670. Occasionally, 207, 30.8%. Once in a while, like, is, yeah, eh. Uh, once a week, 33, religiously. Every day, 7, and a couple of times a week, 7. So 62% and uh, 30. 90.8% either never or just occasionally. 
and we congratulate you. Also, congratulations to Matt in Fort Lauderdale and Brad in Margate, whose names popped up on the uh, stopfcc.com. Nice going, guys. Now, the last time I just checked here only moments ago, 3,322 uh, people in, uh, South, in Florida, in the state, have signed a petition to stop the FCC insanity, to stop them uh, telling us what we can read and what we can listen to and what we can uh, think and what we can watch. So let's see, 3571 for New York, that means 248 behind. I want everybody right now in this hour, I don't want to wait till that last hour, right? Okay, yeah. Everybody this hour, especially it's lunchtime, a lot of guys are like screwing off uh, or screwing something. And uh, it's lunchtime, a good time to, people are on a break, go to your computer right now and log on to stopfcc.com. And it'll take you maybe 30 seconds. How many? About 30, man. To type in the information they want at the bottom and just punch that thing in there, and that's it. Don't worry if you don't get an email back to confirm it. Everything is kosher. It's fine. A lot of people are getting it. And if you, you know, we don't want to go through all the technical song and the dance, right? It just confuses people. And by 1 o'clock, I want us to pass New York State like they're, like they're lying down in the prone position. And probably a lot of them are. Uh. Probably all snowed in. Man, I don't, I don't understand the difference. There's just something I'm, I'm not knocking it because the sun is shining here in Toronto right now. It's cold. It's like about 28, 30, about like about 30, man. But there's like almost no snow on the ground because we got about a half an inch last night and snow too, and it's pretty much all melted now. To which I say, all right. Upstate New York, on the other hand, which I could throw a brick from here to Buffalo, and they got they're like drowning in it again. They got like a foot of snow in Buffalo. Do you see that? Yeah, karma. And New York and Boston and places like that. So we just uh, kind of like blow it away. There's a lot of blowing going on. Uh, Dan Kelly for the list. An excellent choice. The great voice of the Montreal Canadiens and the St. Louis Blues. And uh, a lot of uh, all-star games we saw him on. The great Dan Kelly. Did I mention the Montreal Canadiens? I did. Who is your favorite sportscaster of all time? Mike Lang, Mel Allen, Howard Davided. Absolutely. Rick Weaver, Bob Prince, Jiggs McDonald. Nice going, Jiggs. You old fart. Joe Bowen. Foster Hewitt, Boo Shambi, Bill Hewitt, Fred Cusick, Joseph Gacky, Red Barber. I don't care about sports. Al Michaels or Dan Kelly. That's what we got so far. We'll add to it, whatever you want. Jerry Benita Springs, who's a great American, says, I just signed the petition at stopfcc.com. I did, did get an email verification within five minutes. I noticed on their website there's a place to type in the first three digits. That's right. The first three digits of your zip code, you'll see how many signatures came from your area. There were only 140 signatures from the southwest Florida area. I'm glad you reminded me about that, Jerry. He says, I live in a bastion of Republicanism over here. It drives me up a wall. My AM radio choices besides sports are Bill O'Reilly, Rush Limbaugh, Laura Ingraham, Phil Henry. Are you sure? And Nixon's bald-headed buddy with a mustache, G. Gordon, who loves guns. There must be one gun show a month in Fort Myers. There's a self-proclaimed liberal talk show host on from 2 to 4 on Saturday afternoon. I've heard him a couple of times. Don't listen to much radio on Saturday afternoon. He's a great liberal but a terrible broadcaster. See, that's the problem. This is why I have a GE Super Radio. I can listen to QM from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Thanks, Jerry. That's for you. Now, I noticed that 3-3 has got a lot. That's Hollywood, right? Okay. The zip code. 331, which is uh, Miami, which is like right where you're sitting right now, QAM, and that uh, part of North Dade. 331 has uh, got 400 and some odd. 333, which is my zip code out there in Plantation Acres. Not too bad, but certainly not up to stuff. What are you rednecks doing out there, huh? Each you're chasing some possums and coons out in the hood? What are you guys doing? Get with it. Hop on it. Boy. 
We even have a couple of Jews out there rhyming. We even got a show. Don't let anybody know about it, though. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Don't you feel like we tapped into something? I'm tapping it. We tapped a vein. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I'm a, I'm a Jew in Springs, and my zip code is 33071, so I don't Oy. know what you're talking about with the Hollywood deal. Your, nope. your, yours is 33071, and that's Coral Springs. I'll beat him, because 3302 is uh, Hollywood. Maybe it's like an east-west thing. Yeah, it could be it. Hiya, Polly! Oh, God. Mm. Like I said, nothing is perfect. Well, now at least we narrowed him down. He's in Coral Springs. <laughs> we narrowed it down. The search continues, man. We'll find him. There's only one thing to say about schmucks like that. Hiya, Pally. WQAM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Um, a couple days ago, you said something about uh, Bush in Brazil, and he said something to some leader there that... Uh, Do you have black people here, too? Yeah. And who is a Con Condoleezza Rice with us with him? Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, I went to your website yesterday to look for this story because I wanted to go to the source and print it out. Right. And I couldn't find it. Is there anywhere on your website that I could find it, or did you not put it on? Uh, oh, that was that was an old story. That was from a couple of years ago. I don't. Uh, whoever faxed that to me, if they're listening, they'll have to refax it because I, I don't know where that came from. But it was uh, I'd read that before. Oh, uh, okay. So it's an old story. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe he's learned a little more since then. But um, I doubt also, it. Is, is there some way I can get in touch with George without? Going on the air because you used to uh, during the when you used to screen uh, like I'd be able to ask him something without going on the air. Yeah, I right. hated that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hated that. It was, it was it was too much like work. What do you need to ask him? Send an email with uh, some sort of a code word in the subject line so I w it won't look like spam. Okay, bank chamber eight. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. See you. Thanks. Bye. Is that one of your perverted friends there doing I have some no kind idea. of? It sounds like one of yours though. No, no, not one of mine. I don't hang out with Dwight Lauderdale. No chance. He knows all the good spots. I don't even hang out in Lauderdale. Like Johnny Ola. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Who is your favorite sportscaster of all time? WQM. Hello. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. Have you seen any of the articles where they want to redo the uh... Constitution? <laughs> no, for the draft, the, pol the uh, places that you go to get your draft number and stuff. No. They're filling the vacancies. They said there were over 2,000 vacancies in the draft boards, and they're sending out notices. Oh, yeah, no, we had a story about that the other day on our website a couple of days ago. It's how they're, they're, they're really preparing. scary. That's going to be the February yeah. I sure hope that all the young people out there who are just getting uh, like 18, 19, I sure hope they start thinking about that when they think about not voting in November. Yeah, well, the October surprise is Ben Laden, and then the February surprise, if he's reelected, is the draft. Mm hmm. Lovely. So we got a lot to look forward to, and everyone should vote absentee until we have a paper trail. That's what I'm going to do. I'm voting absentee 15, 20, 30 times. If you vote absentee, well, maybe in Broward County it'll be counted, but you stand a better chance of it being counted absentee than you do voting with the uh, voting machines. Amen. Have a good day, Neil. You too, thanks. Bye. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM, hello. 
QAM. Hey, y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, I got a question. You played a bit earlier in the week. Uh, you can't be gay and be Irish. Have you played that today? Because I've been in and out of the car, so I'm not. Yes, sure. I did, but I'll, I'll play it again. Is it on the website by any chance now? No. No. Okay. Thanks, Neil. It's coming up in a matter of moments. Excellent. Can't be Irish if you're gay, and you sure can't be in that St. Patty's Day parade. How many million gay people are there in uh, New York City? About 30, man. 30 million. Do you know that? No, I didn't. Now, what, what's the uh, deal here? I guess, uh, I guess, uh, now, who's, who's, uh, is it Josh that's putting the pull together? Yeah, he's uh, punching it in there. He's punching him in there. Okay, just relax. So we'll get that on there one of these days when Josh gets around to it. I can't, I cannot quit looking, though, at this uh, stopfcc.com thing. I'm really, uh, it's exciting. Huh? It's fun for a while. Well, I mean, it's it's more than just fun. We're going to try to accomplish something. But if you make it fun and make it almost like into a contest here, it's a little extra motivation for people because people generally tend to be lazy and indifferent. Ah, uh, what good's that going to do? Well, how much time is it going to take? How many seconds? About thirty, man. Yeah, get with it. Thirty-three seventy-six. What we had before thirty-three twenty-two. That's good. See what I'm talking about? Yeah. You never thought we could pass New York today, Absolutely. did you? Absolutely. We had 54 people from uh, Florida sign, while the last one from New York. How do you like that? 54 to 1. At that ratio, we should pass them like they're, like I said, in a prone position. Like they're in a prostate position. <laughs> 3572 to 3376. That's 124. What is that? That's four less than the 200. 196. 196. Piece of cake by one o'clock we can blow right on by. Wasn't that that Dion Warwick song, Blow Right On By? Yeah. What's that? No, I won't. Twelve minutes past noon at five sixty WQM. Spring into savings right now and save like never ever before on a great new car or truck from Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. They're on US one, just twenty easy, simple minutes south of the eight thirty six. And Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you are because they're gonna save you a truckload, a ton of cash on great new Toyotas. Check out these great lease deals waiting for you right now at Armstrong's. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 bucks a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander for just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country? Just 179 bucks a month for 48 months. These are just some of the fantastic savings waiting for you right now at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And now with those turnpike toll increases on people using cash, Armstrong's will give you a free sun pass when you get your new car or truck there. General Manager David Rich and his staff will stand on their heed. They'll do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. Locally owned, locally operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. And their service department is even open late to late weeknights to make sure your service work gets done. Easy to get there. They're right at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead. Just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So please don't waste your time at those mega dealers or car giants who always seem to overpromise and then underdeliver and get you to their dealership under false pretense. Do the smart thing for once. Call David Rich, the GM, at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Call 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. <laughs> Sports Radio 560 QAM. <laughs> 
We'll be coming down Fifth Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. A great day for the Irish all across the USA. What be going on? What is this I hear? This crying valley who? There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish fool. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless, of course, you're gay. Yeah. If you are, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket of scum, sure, and that's okay, but you can't be Irish if you're gay. The order of Hibernians, both eminences gray, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven fell and nestled in the sea. But you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Oh, come, loves the Irish as long as men are men. Except perhaps the leprechauns, we've never been sure of them. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks, we'll laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No! No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. Okay, 1218 at 560. Large explosion in Baghdad. Baghdad Hotel destroyed several dead. Oi! I oh. thought since we captured Sodom, everything was kosher. Isn't that what we were Mission being told? accomplished. Long and distinguished. Corey very adequately uh, talked about all of it. But let me just say that uh, I had the pleasure um, of watching him work as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, during a difficult time when there were very difficult issues on the table. And his briefings, uh, his cooperation, his open. There's John Kerry, who was just endorsed by that uh, uh, Ratzkash Kashlevi, uh, whatever that guy's name is, the former Joint Chiefs of Staff head. Nobody can, can pronounce his that? name. No, we can't say it. The. Oh, in the meantime, they're showing. Are you watching on CNN? Large explosion mm -hmm. in Baghdad. Right. Wow. Ed and Coral Springs says, "God help us." Check today's Stephen L. Goldstein opinion column in the Sun Sentinel. I didn't know Geldy had a column in the Sun Sentinel. Did you? No. Says he hit the nail on the head. It's the judiciary that these religious nuts are going after the next four years if they win in November. Name right-wing activist fanatics to the bench and change the laws forever. See, they're always talking about activist judges, but that's liberal activist judges or moderate activist judges. That's what they hate. But the right-wing activist judges, those be good, you know, like Antonin Scalia, crazy people. Bush may be your last only four years, but the laws stay for generations. God help us, says Ed in Coral Springs. Amen, Ed. About uh, maybe uh, 300 meters, the other side of the mosque, which you're looking at. Now, this appears to be the Iraqi insurgents' answer to the fact that the U.S. Army earlier today launched a citywide sweep of Baghdad. That citywide sweep has been called Operation Iron Promise. And its goal, of course, was to rid the city of the extremists who have been firing these weapons. Oh, this is so sad. John Madden's leading with seven votes. I didn't even know we put him on the poll, which is fine. I bet you Josh did that. Yeah. yeah. John Madden and Howard David have seven votes apiece? Absolutely. Holy cow. Oh, Harry Carey we got to put on there, too. Kate, how do you spell it? Cake. No, seriously, C-A-R-A-Y. Got it? Harry Carey, C-A-R-A-Y? Got it. Al Michaels, four. Mel Allen, three. Jiggs McDonald, three. Where did the, where's this vote taking place? There's only 33 votes. It just went up there. But my goodness, what is with you people? Huh? I guess they feel sorry for you. And where's I don't care about sports. Where's that? You see that on there? I don't see it. Come on, I don't care about sports. That's got to be on there. That'll win hands down. It may not win, but it'll be up there. 
Thanks to Wayne and Sunrise and Richard and Boynton Beach and Rain and Boynton Beach and Amy Lynn Aventura and Karen from West Palm, we're closing in on New York State. We're going to, like I said, pass them like they're in reverse. Again, the insurgents fired off their answer to this Operation Iron Promise just a few moments ago. A major explosion just the other side of the mosque at which you're looking now. Wolf? Uh, we don't want Wolf on there. 140 to go to catch New York. 3,574 signatures from New York State. 3434 from Florida. We're making some serious progress today. You know what? Loving it. Oh, now look at that. Look, did you see it? Are you looking at the names on there? No. Howard Stern from Fort Lauderdale. Right. R, R, R. Yeah. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty, which inspires me, by the way, inspires me very strongly to get to these a couple of articles in a minute. WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, I have a poll. You have a poll? Yeah. Anyway, yes. uh, no, since I quit listening to that was a finite statement. Well, since I quit listening to uh, Howard, I guess i got to listen to Steve Kane now. Yeah. And Are you rolling tape? Are you rolling? <laughs> oh, wow. Man, oh, man. Get some help, Pally, before it's too late. It's too late. WQM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. Hey, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to call in on, on this uh, Clear Channel complaining about all the bad uh, all words that. on the radio and everything else, and they were uh -huh. going to clean it up and all that. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has called in and told you, but they have a big advertisement uh, billboard on I-95 Southport, Southbound advertising a new radio station for them. And I have to be careful when I tell you, but it says F uk.fm It must be a satellite video station or something, and it says yeah. Clear Channel down at the bottom of it. Well, isn't that lovely? Nice. Isn't that uh, terrific? And they're all they're worried really... about uh, words on the yeah, radio. They're, they're they cleaning it up big time, right? Cleaning up their act. Thanks for the good news, pal. You sound a little like Reverend Jones, but it wasn't. Tuesday, March 16th, in the New York Daily News yesterday, King of All Kvetchers says, Howard Stern, stop your whining and shut up. It hurts to say it, but after days of listening, you rail about how bad you have it. It's time for you to stop. It's not fun. It's not funny. It's not entertaining, and that's what you do best. For the past two weeks, you've railed against the religious right, President Bush and FCC Chairman Michael Powell, for a climate aimed at reducing questionable material on the air. You've said you're being muzzled. Early on, you told folks you could be off the air by week's end. On your website, you've even depicted yourself as Christ. Have some in the radio industry used you as an example? Absolutely. Clear Channel pulled you off six stations, and the FCC, which fined you in the past, is likely to do so again. However, you've been here before. Look around. It's an election year. Every four years, politicians vow to clean up the media. So now you're working with a 90-second delay. Deal with it. Clearly, there's a potential freedom of speech issue here, but be honest, it's not like you were able to say anything you wanted before. Long-time listeners have heard you squirm and stop when a guest veers off into unsafe territory. You already know free speech doesn't mean the freedom to say anything at any time, at least not on the public airwaves. In fairness, you've been a groundbreaker in this area, pushing creativity so much that you've spawned copycats. You can take some credit for the reality craze. You're an inspiration for many in all walks of entertainment. Now with the FCC on your butt and Infinity Broadcasting boss Mel Carmazan asking everyone to take more care, you're being pressured to tone it down. And you can do it, as you demonstrated while talking sex with Kat Schwartz and Sandra Taylor last week and Rochelle Hunter yesterday. If something was uh, cut out by twitchy-fingered editors, most listeners never noticed. Who's Rachel Hunter? 
former Rod Stewart's wife, uh, a hot babe. She's on oh. that video that they were showing every five minutes. So you before. can't be quite so graphic. No doubt it's discovering to have someone tugging on the reins harder than in the past, but everyone in the world works with boundaries. This newspaper has guidelines. The guy working at the gas station has them, too. The problem here is that the definition of indecency is fuzzy at best. Your life would be much easier if you knew exactly what could or couldn't be said on here without raising the indecency flag. But the FCC isn't that clear, and those are the rules today. That could change tomorrow, perhaps for the worse. For now, stop talking about leaving. That's the easy way out. Your listeners expect your inventiveness, cleverness, and different ways of looking at things. That's where you're a master, and they've come to demand it from you when times are tough. Howard, get back to being funny. Otherwise, you're just Chris Matthews blabbering around about politics. How do you like that? Cute. Cute. Daily news. Variety says... That's too long. I don't have time. But I guess if we did the break and played the spots, then I would have time. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. In Miami. Well, he went on TV and he talked to Tim Russell. Said that he's gonna get into the race. John Kerry's crying, George W's smiling, Ralph Nader keeps getting right up in their face. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running, Democratic Party is really bumming again. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running, GOP can see the victory coming in. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on spoiling, Democrat blood's gonna keep on boiling again. Gonna make everyone Ralph Nate is gonna make everyone uptight. Well, he can't get elected, but the outcome's affected. From oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running. Democratic Party is really bumming again. Oh, Ralph Nader keeps on running. 1231 at 560 WQM. Well, what a damn explosion. They just blew that uh, bag, that hotel to pieces. They're pulling bodies out of the rubble. But I thought everything was uh, kosher now that we finally caught Sodom. They're going to welcome us as heroes. I thought everything. And aren't they bringing us candy and uh, flowers and stuff like yes. that? Pretty tragic, uh, to say the very least. Brian and Aventura, summer in Boynton Beach. Vidal and Miami, thanks for uh, signing your signatures on those petitions. FCC, uh, stopfcc.com. We're 104 behind New York State. Isn't that amazing to you? What? That we're that we're closing in that close? No, it's not. We're going to be already thirty-five seventy-seven to thirty-four seventy-three. Anyway, the uh, Variety magazine says uh, occasionally I write about myself in this space. Who wrote this? Doesn't have a, doesn't have a name on it. Don't have a name on it. At any rate, it says occasionally I write myself about myself in this space when knowing a little about my biases or background is helpful in understanding how I've reached a conclusion. But does anybody really want to hear about how arduous the job is from a woman calling me a prissy little queen via email for dating to insult Clay Aiken to network executives thinking I was overly harsh or unfair? Didn't think so. Yet that's exactly what's happening in the media world as talk personalities such as Howard Stern and Bill O'Reilly increasingly segue from host to vein opener, making their particular platforms all about themselves. Welcome to the I Am Is In It's About Me School of Broadcasting, <laughs> where self-promotion risks giving way to narcissism. What's more, lately even some esteemed columnists appear to have taken the introductory course. Other graduates include Sean Hannity and John Stossel, the latter having joined the ranks of multimedia threat with the book Give Me a Break, whose subtitle notes how the 2020 co-anchor became the scourge of the liberal media. 
Based on this foray into self-martyrdom and redemption, it could have easily been labeled the Passion of Stossel. Stern, meanwhile, is using the bully pulpit of his radio show to pound away at the government's effort to corral him, an important topic, certainly, which nevertheless feels whiny. Last week, Stern allowed that he's tired of taking all, of talking about this crap, which is good news, since even some diehard fans are doubtless tired of hearing it, or rather how burdened their multimillionaire blue-collar hero suddenly is. In that respect, O'Reilly has more in common with Stern than he might care to admit, having engaged in his own bleeding about the defamers and smear merchants who criticize him, beginning with Al Franken. Back in January, the Fox News star put the question to his audience, asking on his website whether he should respond to personal attacks. Such online polls are unscientific, but my guess is casual listeners would happily advise him to give it a rest. Granted, it's hard to argue with success, and in each case, the endless drum beating for ancillary projects is paid off, yielding a series of bestsellers. Stern plugs his e-show, books, and producing ventures via the radio, in the same way O'Reilly references his latest book roughly every seven seconds during his syndicated radio program, which, by the way, nobody listens to. Listeners don't seem to mind, but the breaking point must lie somewhere, for while tolerance of the all-pitching and shilling is clearly high, how much personal griping and on-air therapy will those who tune in for a lesbian dial-a-date or to witness the pummeling of some hapless spokesperson willingly endure? Remember, too, that there are these fabulously compensated guys playing the aggrieved party, mostly, I'd say, because they truly believe it, though more cynical sorts might conclude their venting their woes serves a commercial purpose by intensifying their bond with loyal listeners. This trend, by the way, isn't confined to those such as Stern, Hannity, and O'Reilly who've hit the radio-TV publishing trifecta. Even David Letterman, historically guarded about his private life, has explored how strange it's been for him to become a father at 56, a fertile source of humor that still betrays an unusual degree of introspection. Then there's the New York Times' Frank Rich, who, in his near-obsessive coverage of The Passion of the Christ, has sounded almost giddy about director Mel Gibson's comment that he'd like the columnist intestines on a stick. Beyond proving that Gibson said something decidedly unchristian, it's hard to grasp the point, unless Rich wants to remind everyone how much the star dislikes him to obscure how much his tirades did to promote the film thanks to the Times' agenda-setting power. In Stern's defense, his life has always been a central element of the program, so lambasting the FCC, Bush administration, and Clear Channel isn't a huge, a huge stretch if that's what preoccupies him. Still, even for avid listeners, the all-right-already threshold must be coming... Similarly, O'Reilly's inability to shrug off detractors exposes an unflattering glass jaw that belies how tough and talented he's been to prosper against significant odds. The 1980s were christened the me decade, but if our pop culture is any indication, the talking head OOs are providing a slightly warped rerun. Think of it as a party where the host takes your coat, extends a brief pleasantry, and then says, Thanks for coming. Now, can we get back to me? <laughs> that's perfect that's great thanks for coming now can we get back to me that's beautiful it's a lovely thing i'll tell you what's an amazing thing take a look at that poll mo absolutely is that going to be a joke vote or what what do you think josh <laughs> yeah <laughs> even josh cordis says that's got to be a joke vote who's your favorite sportscaster of all time mo howard david absolutely 24 Al Michaels, 15, John Madden, 12, Mel Allen, 11, Harry Carey, 10, Red Barber, 7. I don't care about sports, 7. Rick Weaver, 5. Boog Shami, 4. One of those is George's. Yes. Fred Cusick, 3. Jigs McDonald, 3. Bob Prince, 2. Joe Bowen, 2. One of those is mine. Uh, Dan Kelly, 2. Mike Lang, 1. Foster Hewitt, 1. Joe Zagaki, 1. And Bill Hewitt, don't have any. Shame on you people. 110. What is wrong with South Florida? Well, it's kind of isolated, like we've talked many times before, isolated from, like, the real world, you know? It's a big part of the problem. But that fire is still burning big time there in Baghdad. Yeah, how about that? 
<laughs> you are such a heartless bastard. You know what? There's and they're We're dragging the bodies out of there. Yeah, it's tragic. It's pathetic. I'm and I want bummed. you to keep in mind, folks, all of these people who are dying over there, all these journalists and all these uh, innocent bystanders and these getchkeys, they like these missionaries that died over there, they'd still be alive if, if it weren't for your president. It's worth it. Yeah. They'd still be alive. They wouldn't have that phony piece of paper there that says interim constitution, but they'd still be alive today. <laughs> and keep in mind also that Iraq wasn't a hotbed for terrorism before we decided, before last March. No, no, this proves that the terrorists were there. I see. They're just waiting for a signal. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, one more to add to your list, if you don't mind. Jackie Go ahead. Stewart. Who is it? Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart from uh, Ottawa. Oh, I, I know Jackie Stewart. Oh, my God, it's a bloody mess on the track, and his body's all over the place. That's okay. one. Thanks, Pally. Jackie Stewart, get that on there, Josh, right away. He's a crazy person. Oh, my God, what are we going to do with this? Cars and blood and guts and bodies. Which, of course, is why everybody goes to watch that stuff. Uh, those of you worrying about uh, Joe and Mark, um, we're not getting any uh, update on that. I, I asked Clarence this morning, finally, when I finally decided to really speak to him, uh, how many responses he'd gotten. He said about 20 uh, voicemails, about 20 calls. Uh, you know, and, and quite frankly, that's uh, not, not going to cut it. Weak. P very weak. I mean, especially considering we posted that thing on our website. We did everything under the, our, our power, but kind of weak. Baghdad hotel destroyed. Several are dead, is what CNN's reporting. Arbala trying to help them get a clean water supply. They were targets. The idea... Oh, by the way, that's another thing. Water? They got water, all of them? No. Electricity? No. All of these things? No. Now, a lot of people still without water and electric. It's only, I mean, it's only a year later. But they have freedom. They got freedom, man. They got that piece of paper. They got the freedoms that used to have in the U.S., supposedly. Let's see what we got here. 3506. This is shocking, man. We are only 74 signatures behind New York. We can do it. There are 20 million people. What? Before the end of the show, we can do it. Oh, before 1 o'clock. Yeah, you're right. We're, we're making, rate. that's what I want. Just as an insurance policy, I want to pull way ahead of New York. Then we were about California and Texas and Arizona and whatever else. No, there's only, that'll put us in the third spot. So we can actually say, hey, look at this. Florida finally did something. Live, Live and local. And they come to the most. Sports Radio 560. QAM. I just have to round when they ask if they can do me. I see old hats and old bags. I still buy my old tracks. That's why I still do these. 
Is he sad or what? 1246 at 560 WQM. We're within 59 uh, signatures on there. We can do it. I want to be able at the end of the show today to say, We did it! We did it! Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Oh, and speaking of them, boy, what a bunch of lunatics, man. Which lunatics are you talking the about? The Marlins organization? Oh. What is the story? Well, we don't want to go there, and we don't like that Orange Bowl thing, and we don't like this, and we don't like that. not good enough for us. Dade County Commissioners decided yesterday to give County Manager George Burgess 45 more days to negotiate a ballpark financing plan with the Marlins, but insisted that the county not exceed its $73 million pledge toward the project. Burgess told commissioners he thinks it's possible to come up with a deal by May 1, a new deadline set by the team on Monday, but said it's unlikely a new stadium will be built in Miami because the team has rejected the city's proposal of a site near the Orange Bowl and at the Miami Arena. He said the team has indicated that if a stadium is not feasible in downtown Miami, a northern Dade location will provide adequate access for South Florida fans, kind of like where they are right now. May 1 is close, but I don't think it's impossible to work out a solution to this, Burgess said. It's very, very difficult. Uh, if we can find willing participants, we may be able to construct an arrangement that works to keep them in Dade, he said. Without a deal by May 1, Burgess said the Marlins could be forced to ask Major League Baseball to relocate the franchise Team officials declined to comment. My comment is... Bye, bye, bye! Good luck to you. We'll pack you a salami sandwich. Same old crap, man. Build us a stadium or we're going to leave. Build us an arena or I'm going to leave, you know? Remember that Panther business? Yeah, wow. Sure. Boy, oh boy. Talk about getting snookered. Although at least it's a good place to go see some concerts, I guess, huh? You okay. Well, you ever been to a concert at the Macarena? I'm trying to think. Uh Yeah. It's all right. Oh, and since we're putting not just play-by-play -play people, but sportscaster includes everybody, this fax is absolutely correct. How could we forget? Yes! Yes! Right. You manage. That's your bad, Josh. Shame on it's you. Bad. It's going to take him to beat Howard. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, that'll be an interesting battle. We gave Howard a head start, okay? We gave you a handicrap, Howard. And now we're going to put the mad dog on there. Here's one. Dennis in uh, Tampa says, I signed the petition, did get a confirmation. If some people don't get a message back from the FCC, maybe their email is uh, set to filter bulk mail. Get a message yes. back from the FCC? You know what they mean. I see. From uh, the guy. From, from Scott. That guy, yeah. From that guy. From uh, this and that, that thing. That thing. 32, your favorite sports, ca uh, sports caster of all time. 32 from O'Howard David. What a guy. Absolutely. Al Michaels, 26. John Madden, how many times do you think they voted in Moe's house? About 30, man. Al Michaels, 26. John Madden, 22. I don't care about sports, 18, 10%. They don't want it. They hate it. Mel Allen, 17. Harry Carey, 13. Rick Weaver, 10. Red Barber, 7. Bookshabby, 7. Fred Cusick, 5. Dan Kelly, 4. Bob Prince, 4. Jiggs McDonald, 3. Joe Zagacki's got a pair. Joe Zagacki sucks, okay? Joe Bullen, 2. Foster Hewitt, 2. Mike Lang, 1. No votes yet for Bill Hewitt or Jackie Stewart out of 175. Shame on you people. What is with you? That is tragic. Oh, we should have probably put Jeff Rimmer on there, too, shouldn't we? Yeah, let's, yeah, uh, let's do that. Sure. Huh? And if he gets a couple of votes, maybe he'll buy you that lunch. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What do you think? No. In fact, he's going to have a lot of time to buy that lunch because there ain't going to be no hockey season next year. Oh, and he's no. going to be like, you know, out on the beach. He'll be, you'll see him at the pizza loft making appearances every day for breakfast, lunch, 
dinner, snacks in between. I'm going to tell you, Eric is so on top of it today that it's scary. You know that article by Stephen Goldstein in the Herald today? Yes. A retrograde agenda. He already uh, put it on there. I have it in my hand right now in the article, too. And right under the banner for StopFCC.com free speech campaign, he's got a banner for that link that the guy wanted, Speak Out for Million for Marriage, sign the petition to become one of a million. We're like a bunch of activists now. How do you like that? We're doing like a little something. Stephen Goldstein writes, a retrograde agenda. It's the federal judges, stupid. That's what the 2004 election is really about. Presidents come and go, appointed for life. Judges can affect America for 50 or 100 years or more. If W. is elected in November, he'll spend another four years reshaping this country to please John Ashcroft, Carl Rove, and Pat Robertson, stacking the courts with relatively young activist right-wing fanatics. Already he's put 169 judges, mostly zealots, on the federal bench. According to People for the American Way, many of the administration's nominees have a record of trying to remake the law to undermine civil and consumer rights, constitutional liberties, environmental protections, and the authority of Congress to protect these and other rights. Still, not satisfied that Republican appointees already represent 53% of the federal judiciary and are the majority on nine of the 13 circuit courts, Bush wants 100% control. The more extreme the judges, the better. Ideologically, he wants to appoint judges who'll make the church the state, the Bible the Bill of Rights, and to add potentially as many as three ultra-conservatives to the Supreme Court to kill Roe v. Wade. Strategically, he wants to pack the lower federal courts where the action really is. The Supreme Court hears fewer than 100 cases a year. Federal appeals courts review and decide nearly 30,000. How many? About 30, man. For example, throwing red meat to the right-wingers this election year, W defied the Senate's constitutional obligation to advise and consent on judicial nominations and ran through a recess appointment of reactionary Alabama Attorney General Bill Pryor to the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, eventually a likely nominee for the Supreme Court. Here's how the Alliance for Justice summarizes Pryor's offensive agenda. As Attorney General, he, won, helped to create a system whereby Republican Attorneys General would solicit contributions from the same corporations that were under investigation or involved in pending enforcement actions. Two, argued that states' execution of mentally retarded inmates did not violate the U.S. Constitution, a possession rejected by the Supreme Court, which prohibited all states from executing the mentally retarded. Three, attempted to overturn a consent decree protecting abused and neglected Alabama children. Pryor told reporters that he was not concerned about whether his actions protected the children of Alabama. Four, urged Congress to consider getting rid of a key provision of the Voting Rights Act, which protects the right to vote for African Americans. Five, expressed extreme hostility to a woman's constitutional right to reproductive choice. Six, challenged the constitutionality of provisions of the Violence Against Women Act. Seven, argued that the Supreme Court should cut back on the protections of the Age Discrimination and Employment Act, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Americans with Disabilities Act, and the Family and Medical Leave Act. Eight, has been a vocal opponent of the rights of the accused and convicted, even vigorously defending the practice of chaining unruly prisoners to hitching posts and denying them access to water in the bathroom. Nine, demonstrated a general lack of respect for the constitutional wall separating church and state. Ten, defended the religious display of the Ten Commandments in state courthouses and a state judge's sponsorship of Christian prayers before jury assemblies. Eleven, said that the challenge of this millennium will be to preserve the American experiment by restoring its Christian perspective. And twelve, has taken a number of actions hostile to the rights of gays and lesbians. W's got hundreds of prior act likes or worse, waiting to infiltrate our courts. For their extremist agendas, go to independentjudiciary.com and pfaw.org. And it's got the where you should go. Americans should demand judges who are qualified, balanced, mainstream, not kooks. Our founding fathers revolted against George III's tyranny. They would never have tolerated George W.'s judicial putsch or having wanted us to. So they bequeathed us a quiet, quadrennial way to judge him, 
Use it November 2nd or suffer the sentence W will impose on you for the rest of your life. Thanks, whoever sent us the uh, facts on that. Great article by Stephen Goldstein in The Herald. I didn't know Gildy had it in him, did you? Yeah, I knew he had it in him. So to speak. Ah, 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 way, way, way beyond that line, man. He's repeating what you said. $50 million collected from uh, George right after the show, Josh. Perfect. $50 million. Small bills. That's the only kind of guy. Your favorite sportscaster of all time. Now we're starting to build a little bit. Out of 204. How come Bill Hewitt? I, I should have voted for Bill Hewitt. It was tough between Joe Bone and Bill Hewitt being the Leafs fan that I am. Too bad about last night, eh? They stunk. Howard David, 34. Al Michaels, 29. John Madden, 25. I don't care about sports, you idiot. 19, 9.3%. We don't care. We don't want to. We don't want to. Even George wanted to. Mel Allen, 18. Harry Carey, 15. Rest in peace. Rick Weaver, 11. How about Vin Scully? Should we put him on there? Who? Come on, Josh. V-I-N-S-C-U-L-L-Y. Vin Scully. You don't know who that is, Josh? No. Oh. Uh, Rick Weaver, 11. Jim Mandich, 10. We just put him on there in a Mad Dog. All right. Line up that list. All right. It's going to be the Mad Dog and Mo Howard David are down to the wire. All right. Here they come, nose to nose. All right. Red Barber, 7. Boot Shambi, 7. Bob Prince, 6. Fred Cusick, 5. Jigs McDonald, 4. Dan Kelly, 4. Oh, yeah. And Joe Bowen, <laughs> 3. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, man. Joe Zagaki, 2. Foster Hewitt, 2. Mike Lang, 1. Jackie Stewart, 1. Jeff Rimmer's got 1. And Bill Hewitt don't have any. So Rimmer already voted. See, if I wouldn't have put him on there, he probably would have voted for Bill Hewitt. But he voted for himself. It had to be him, didn't it? Uh-huh. Sure. I guess there goes your free meal, George. My, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. U-A-U-A-M. Since Vila Schlitter has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance 1-2 to two Hour. <laughs> Me Shamrock brings all the drunks to the bar, and they're like, here's to you and yours, Bagara. They're drinking so hard, and then they'll bend over and barf. Me Shamrock brings all the lads to the pub, and they're like, glug, 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 damn right. They're getting so drunk I could charge them, but they got no jobs. I know you want some, that Irish whiskey. What lads go crazy for? They scream and shout, and then they black out. <laughs> Everything that he said. Bottoms up. <laughs> the boys are stumbling. <laughs> oh, don't throw up. No, no, no. Boy. Me Shamrock brings all the drunks to the bar, and they're like, here's how you and yours, Bagara. They're drinking so hard, and then they'll bend over and barf. Me Shamrock brings all the lads to the pub, and they're like, glug, 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 damn right. They're getting so drunk I could charge them, but they got no jobs. One oh one at five sixty. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. Uh, I can't get on that thing. Can you? Can you get on at uh, stopfcc.com? Yeah, just, just there. Are you on it? Yeah. We beat New York at about one till one. We we passed New York. Oh yeah, man. We did it. We did it. We did it. Now, I did notice a couple of the names on that uh, list. There were a little bit yeah. suspect. <laughs> if you my drift, but that's okay. That's all right. 
So what do we got? Because I, I can't get on it. At uh, 3587 before I started refreshing it, now it's stuck. See what I mean? Can't get on that, baby. 3587 to uh, 3584 as of uh, before it got stuck. Excellent. We did it! Nice going, David. Here's the facts. Uh, we left off uh, Howard Cosell. Big Arnie's very upset about that, and rightfully so. Howard Cosell, down goes Frazier. He was great, in spite of what uh, Dave Johnson says about him. And then, of course, in spite of what Mo says about Dave Johnson. Uh, Duke in Wellington says, two obvious names missing, Bill Zimfer, right? Of course. How can we leave off the Z-Man? Out of sight, out of mind. What the hell is wrong with us? Bill Zimfer, who always used to say, <laughs> and once in a while would say, and... No luck yet, Jim? No, he's still locked in the closet down there. Jim, my man, is still in the closet. People are still trapped inside the burning uh, rubble of the Baghdad Hotel. I wouldn't be making no reservations there anytime soon. It says, uh, tell Norma Kent to get up off his ass and get you and Joe uh, George Syndicator, right? Uh, Bill Zimfer and Joe Angel and Howard Cosell. Those are three to add to the list. Got it? Got it. I'm looking over here. I don't see uh, what's going on here. Some, something strange on this list. Howard David, 37, crank vote of the day. John Madden, 32. Al Michaels, 32. Mel Allen, 21. Where's the mad dog? I don't he... know. What just, what just happened? Did he disappear off the list? Maybe he just moved up really quickly and you can't find him. No. Oh, there he is. He's got 19. Boy, I thought for a second there he, he vanished from the face of the earth. He's on there. He's moving up fast with 19. All right. Nice going, mad dog. He'll be along at 2. The humper from Vegas at 4 this afternoon. And then we got the Panther preview at 7. A very big game, although the Islander went against Tampa last night. Unexpected, but they beat them 3-1 right there in Tampa. Puts them nine points ahead of the Panthers. And, of course, they'd also have to hop over Buffalo. So the playoff shot is uh, pretty uh, grim and slim. But they got to win tonight, nevertheless. And uh, Jugs McDonald will be doing a game on TV with Denise Potvin. What a match that is. And Jeff Rimmer and Red Deer Randy Moeller here on QAM. I guess that's the only way Rimmer could get on QAM, right? I reckon. There you go. How about Dick Enberg? Thanks, Alex. An excellent uh, choice, Dick Enberg, who, quite frankly, I'm very, very tired of. But Dick Enberg used to be great. How many years ago? About 30, man. I just, I don't know, just too much Dick Enberg already. You know, I had a line I could use for that a couple of weeks ago, but I better not say it now. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. And you know exactly what it was. I didn't and say Verizon that. Wireless Line. Don't say it. No. Don't think about it. Not too late. Look at that, the blast. The blast there in Baghdad left behind a huge crater. You know where the Baghdad Hotel used to be? Right. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I have one for your list. All right. Kurt Gowdy. Kurt Gowdy, good old Kurt. And, and you can't forget Sonny Hirsch either. And Sonny Hirsch, two good choices. Thanks, Pally. All right. See ya. Kurt Gowdy and the late Sonny Hirsch. Kurt Gowdy, remember when he was at IOD that day? I keep bringing nope. that up. Yeah, he was at IOD. He was on somebody's show, and I met him. And he was, uh, you know, actually, I said something nice to him about how great he was. Or, you know, I liked his work, which I lied. Now, he was good. He was good. Back in the day, back in the old AFL day, Kirk Gowdy and Paul Chrisman. Remember that, Josh? Of course not. How many years before Josh was born was that? About 30, man. Those were the days when the final scores in the AFL used to be like Oakland 72 and uh, Kansas City 59, stuff like that. Back when men were men. When the league was really exciting. Bill Hewitt got a vote. Let's hear it. What, what is wrong with this crowd? You know what the problem is? We got too many people who've been stuck in South Florida all their lives. They don't know from nothing. On the faceoff, Lanny McDonald. The ball is 
wrong with these people? They wouldn't know uh, Fred Cusick from Fred uh, Allen. That was for you, Boca Brian, Fred Allen. See, there's some benefit of being old. Not too much, though. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, this is Pat from Indiana. i got a suggestion for your poll. Yes, Pat. Probably the worst voice ever to grace the airwaves. Dick Vitale, baby. Dick Vitale. And you know who else speaking a bad voice? Johnny Most from the Celtics. <laughs> right? <laughs> we was robbed. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Pat. Hey, and uh, one other incredibly awful sportscaster. You can't forget Frank Gifford. Frank. No, but we're not the, your favorite sportscasters. The poll question, uh, Pat. Oh, well, that, they're so bad, they're good. Okay, thanks. Okay. See ya. Dick Vitale, Johnny Most. Johnny Most was great. I don't care what Most is. See, Most jealous because Mo, Mo did the Celtics for how many days? About 30, man. How come Mo keeps hopping around like that all the time? You know, I've been in Miami 28 years. Mo's been uh, bounced around this place to that place, the Jets, the Celtics, the Bucks, the here. The... He's a rambling you know what I mean? man. Huh? He's a rambling man. Is that what it is? Sure. He was born a rambling man. He ought to be driving an old Nash Rambler, as a matter of fact. He will be one of these days. Who was your favorite sportscaster of all time? Mo Howard David, baby. They can't touch him. He's got 38. Absolutely. John Madden, 35. Jim Maddich. Oh, Mad Dog is going to pass him like he is laying down with that muskrat rolling around on his ass. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I mean he's going to pass him like he's uh, don't even exist. You know, I'm looking at the mandage drop-ins here, and most of them I can't even play anymore. Wow, can't play that one. Can't play uh, that one. How about... Dumb son of a bitch. Oh, I can still play that one, I think, as of today. I wish I could get on that thing so I could actually see it for myself, you know what? That's stopfcc.com. And just because we passed New York, don't uh, slack off now, okay? I, yours is stuck? Yeah. Mine too. Blank well, that's page. a good sign. That means that our people are, like, going nuts on there. That's beautiful. A beautiful thing. Line nine is going crazy today. QAM, hello. Neil, how are you today? Pretty good, sir. I called in yesterday with the uh, stopfcc.com. Uh, oh, you're the guy website. that called. Thank you profusely. Thank well, you man, much. I thank you. I mean, if you look at the activity for that website, it's it's grown incredibly since you've been on the air talking about it. Right. And the thing we need did, to did, do. Did, is, did you hear? Uh, did you hear Scott call? I did this hear this morning. That was great. It was fantastic, but we need to get more people because it looks like in Texas, California, and Florida, it looks like it's being promoted on the radio. But how do right. we get it into Illinois and, you know, and give the Howard Dean? Wow. I'm thinking uh, we need to get uh, like an ad in USA Today, something like that, maybe New York Times. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of some ways we can because we got plenty of time, uh, at least another week. Uh, before we all get taken off the air. We need to get uh, some cash raised and put an ad like in USA Today. Some How do we do publications. that? Huh? How do we do that? Oh, it's not hard. Okay. Uh, I appreciate Joe Zagaki's name was on there right before it froze up. I guess too many people are hitting the website now. That must be okay. it. They're all voting for Joe. <laughs> Thanks, Pally. Thanks all right, a lot thank again. You, Neil. I appreciate that all very right. much. Thank you. Bye. That's a good guy that called in to alert us. To, I, I can't get out of this thing for love or money. Can you? Nope. Stop the FC, stop FCC.com. Can't get near it. Can't come enough. Can't uh, come close. Well, that's a very good sign. One of these days we'll see the totals again. Maybe we'll have 80 million votes on there by the time we get on, you think? No. Sure, why not? Or maybe 80. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I got one for you, Paul. Yes, sir. Yeah, Chick Hearn, the L.A. Uh, Laker announcer. Chick Hearn, the late great. He was fabulous. Thanks, Paul. Oh, he was awesome. He was great. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Uh, people from South Florida, they don't know uh, good sports announcers. I'm from L.A. myself. Right. And it's really funny because uh, we have Chick Hearn, you've got Vince Scully, uh, Bob Miller. Those are L.A. guys over there. Ooh, don't so. say Bob Miller. Ooh. 
You were doing pretty good till you got to that. Thanks, Pally. You got a, a, a bee in your bonnet and something in your phone. You hear that? Yeah, it sounded like a uh, the uh, dance of the bumblebees or something. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Got Chick Ahern. You got that H E A R N? Got it. He's still dead, Josh. He was great. He was outstanding. Uh, did Laker games for how many years? About thirty, man. I think more like about a hundred would be the. I still can't get on this thing, and I'm starting to get nervous. Aren't you? I can't do it. Can't do it? Well, if we can't do it, who can? You know what I'm saying? If we can't get on there, who the hell can get on? I, I don't know. See, I, I don't the, understand. The handyman the, can? The handyman, the, the handyman can. <laughs> I bet you he can do it. Maybe Sammy Davis can hop on it, huh? Maybe you could take a peek at it with that one eye. Oh, Jim Mandich just moved into first place. All right. Look at that. He's only been on. See, we were just toying with you, Mo. You can't touch the Mad Dog. And believe me, he'd be pretty pissed if you tried. Mad Dog 41, Howard David at 39, Al Michaels 35, John Madden 35. Everybody else is uh, way in the behind. Look at that. 11 past 1 at 560, WQM, the Mad Dog will come along. Of course, we got till tomorrow morning at 10, so a lot of things can change by then. You think they will? No. no, he'll pull away. Hey, if you're in a dead-end job like radio, if you're underpaid and overworked, how'd you like a new high-paying career? But maybe, and probably, you don't have a lot of cash waiting around and four years to waste on college to get yourself the training you need. If this sounds like you, then what you ought to do is make that one simple call that we've been begging you to make for a long time now. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because these folks can have you trained and certified for an honest-to-goodness Real high-paying computer network professional career in as little as four short months. Count them if you can. You can be fully trained and ready for a brand-new career by July. Fast Train offers day, evening, and weekend classes to fit around your schedule. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify, and Fast Train's got seven convenient locations to serve you. So instead of sitting around on your ass complaining about your crappy job and your menial paycheck, do something outstanding that can change your life in a really positive way. Get some training, a real career, and a big fat paycheck that goes along with it. Call Fast Train today, and in just four short months, you can be on your way to a great high-paying career. Check them out on the web, FastTrain.com, and then make that call today. Don't delay. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. The Mad Dog is out of control, and you'll find out why when you hear the latest release from Blockbuster Entertainment. Jim Mandage sings duets. Well, well all right. Riding around in the breeze. Well, all right. Hear the Mad Dog, Jim Mandage, sing classic rock. All right. He felt a little bit foolish. I don't like that. 
eunuch in a whorehouse. But now, he says... I like it. I like it. The Mad Dog just can't kiss enough of that cottage cheese butt. If he wants me to sing God Bless America and pasties in the G-string up here, I'll do it. You've got souls, and everybody knows that it's all right. Whoa, it's all right. Listen to the Mad Dog sing himself happy. All right, all right, all right. Things Duets, available now at all Blockbuster stores. 117, the Mad Dog in the first place. Favorite sportscaster of all time, 55. Mo Howard David at 40. John Madden, 37. Al Michaels, 37. I don't care about sports, 29. Mel Allen, 25. Nobody else has got 20 yet. A powerful explosion, apparently, from a car bomb went off in the Kar Karada district of central Baghdad, virtually destroying the Mount Lebanon Hotel and damaging a number of houses and offices nearby. Iraqi police sources said there were many dead, many injured. A coalition military official said he believed the blast was caused by a car bomb. It's a scene from hell here, CNN Baghdad Bureau Chief Jane Araf said. People are crying and screaming and debris is everywhere. The powerful blast left a deep crater about the width of the street and sent shattered glass flying for several blocks. Bystanders are working frantically to pull victims from the rubble, digging with their bare hands as fires rage in the background. It's still going on. Wow. I thought everything was copacetic. Yeah, sure. Ivan says his favorite sportscaster is Keith Jackson. And why not? Keith Jackson's been doing college football for about 100 years. Keith Jackson belongs on the list, right? Get him on there right away. Keith Jackson. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, you forgot about Marv Albert and his uh, fishnets and push-up. Right. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Oh, uh, Neil, one thing. Yes. I went to the moveon.org website. I was looking at an article. Oh, there he goes. See, that's what you got to say. That, yeah, I guess uh, the FCC took you away. I can't get on this website, and I'm starting to get really concerned about that. Right, me either. You think like it's overloaded? Let's let's hope that's why. What do you mean by that? You know. You're not suggesting that somebody, like, took it down. Uh-oh. If there's anybody out there who's hopped on it, well, if anybody can do it, Eric can do it, right? Okay. I, I don't know what gives. I'm clicking on the banner. I'm clicking on the uh, thing. I, I just can't get anywhere near it. Can't get within 100 yards. I think that's probably a really good sign. Maybe somebody on some station in New York, you know, where they actually have some people. Maybe somebody made to open up a mouth there, you think? Okay. And like, uh, which is fine. You know, for fun, we can have the contest between the states, but it's yeah. just the idea of accumulating a zillion signatures on there, which is the important thing. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Uh, I think, uh, did you guys have, uh, Harry Carey on the list? Yes, we do. Harry's got, uh, 19. All right, all right. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I wanted to call about a show you had a couple days back about, uh, the slain words, the words that, uh, are mispronounced or whatever. Right, uh-huh. Uh, I have a like couple words that, uh, that I hear all the time that are, are kind of like, well, first of all, in the Oscars, I remember that movie Pirates of the Caribbean. People kept on saying Caribbean or Caribbean. Right. How do you say it? Uh, down there. <laughs> Another one is a coupon or coupon. Oh, I hate people who say coupon. I can't stand. Yeah, that. I can't stand coupon. And another one coupon. is sandwich or sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah, people say. Yeah, I sandwich. think we had that on the list. Yeah. All right, Neil. Good okay, Pally. See you in the Caribbean. Oh, now this this fact here, you don't believe this? The FCC has shut down stopfcc.com. Of course not, because they can't do that. The FCC can't shut nothing yet, down on the internet. Not yet. And then at the bottom of the facts, it says. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> okay. 
Here's David Miami says, I feel a religious uh, vote is behind the FCC censorship. For some reason, you can still say God damn, and that seems like it should be the one word the Bible thumpers would not want you to say. Have hope, smoke dope, says David in my jammy. Nice going, David. Share some with us. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Anybody get on there yet? On uh, stopfcc.com? No. I got on CNN, though, right away. The only problem is I just got off CNN. I don't want on there anymore. I saw all this stuff. The search and rescue personnel there on the scene. We see the military trying to form some kind of perimeter around the scene. It's a mess. But, uh, again, very, very, uh, very, very fluid situation, a situation very dangerous, especially with possibility of secondary explosions. Uh, but you do the best you can, and then as you move in, you can't get on it. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Were you fudge packing? <laughs> WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing, buddy? Okay. Hey, uh, you got Howard Cosell on there? Yes, we do. We not... just put him on there. We almost forgot somebody. A big oh. Arnie reminded us. Okay. You know, one other thing about the FCC, Neil, that I read an article that the FBI is uh, wanting to get tapped to the Internet so they can see everything that everyone's doing. Right. So it won't be long. The FBI will be on every the poll, every Internet page, and probably has already shut that one down. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Have a good day, Polly. Thank you. Back to you. No, they haven't shut nothing down. It's just, I'm sure it's just on overload, right? Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Maybe he just doesn't have the bandwidth to handle all the traffic. Is that possible? That is possible. And then what happens then? <laughs> oh. I just went to freestern.com. I'm not having any problem getting on that one right off the bat. Yeah, there ain't no traffic on that. No, none. Now, let me click to the bottom here where he's got the link to um, uh, stopfcc.com. I'm clicking on it. And you know what's happening? What? Nothing. Ah! No, it just it just farted. Oh. All of a sudden, Howard's picture popped up on there, and uh, now it just went back to that thing. And there ain't nothing happening. So they've evidently got some kind of a problem or uh, who knows what. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I was trying to get the hold of Neil for the poll. Speaking. Oh, Neil, how are you doing? Yeah, how about old Ray Scott? Ray Scott, the old uh, Minnesota Viking guy. And a Green Bay Packers guy, Packer, too. Wasn't he? Well, he did Vikings uh, for a while, but then he uh, did the Green Bay Packers. Probably best known for the Packers, right. Yeah, that's a voice, huh? Uh, he had a great voice. He also had yeah. a little bit of a blues problem. Yeah, well, these youngsters, I uh, don't know who that guy was. They never heard him out. I know. I'm an old fart like you. Thanks, Pally. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Uh, it's working again? Okay. <coughs> uh oh. 3597 to 3584. So in other words, you just got on there, so I ought to be able to get on there you now too, to. if I can, if I can break through, huh? But I'm, I, it's slow. Now we'll say that number again, we have what? 3597. For Florida. Right. 3584. For New York. Right. Oh, so we got a real battle going on here. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe somebody on here in New York is like, uh, cause what well, New good. York have? Huh? Well, good. No, not really, though, because New York had 35.72. No, they're, they're not doing much. They've only had 12 since the last time I wrote it down. It's just us that are, like, zooming up there because we had 29.98, so two, and uh, we've had almost 600 today just in uh, three and a half hours. I can't get through to there, so you're more persistent than I am or lucky? Lucky. Probably, like I said, more lucky. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Harry Clark has got to go. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Can I talk hockey with you? Uh, briefly. All right. 
What do you think? Are the Leafs going to win this year or what? No, of course not. Are you kidding me? Who else is going to win it? Uh, maybe the Flyers, maybe uh, Ottawa, maybe Boston, maybe Detroit, maybe Colorado. The Leafs are not going to win it. You sound del the delusional like some of the people here, man. All right, all right. Go with, that back, with that backup goaltending with Trevor Kidd? Yeah, I don't know. All right. <laughs> okay, go Leafs, go Leafs are going to. I mean, I'm hoping for the best. Are Leafs going to win it? No, of course not. I never believed all season long. Look at this. The White House says we will meet this test, and we're giving prayers to the families and the victims. And there's Scott uh, Schmedrick McClellan on the one side, and on the other side of the split screen on CNN is the devastation and the fires and the blood and the guts in uh, Baghdad. Take more than just a military might. What do you think, President, uh, have to say about uh, uh, what kind of military might you think and where do we stand now? I'm sorry, who said military might? General Miles. Uh, and... Yeah, right. Even Porky Pig speaks better than he does. Bring back Harry Fleischer. At least he had a bald spot. 26 after 1 at 560 WQM. It's a sad, a tragic day in Baghdad. A lot of people are dead today, and a lot of people are dead in the last year plus because we have a bunch of right-wing lunatics who have seized control in a bloodless coup. That's what it's all about. Forget about the coup in Haiti. We got the coup right in the U.S. of A. And the media's talking about uh, Martha Stewart and should she go to jail or not. The media's busy talking caca. About J-Lo's ass, stuff Caca. like that. Right. Poop. Don't say it. I'm not. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, too. Pompano Park Racing and Card Room has just the gambling action that you're all looking for. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is a cinch to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park offers you free admission and free general parking every day. Don't forget simulcasting every day, seven days a week. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday like tonight. Poker starts at noon. It's underway right now and goes on till midnight. And live racing gets underway with the first post time at 7.05 in the p.m. Then this Friday, there'll be free drawings to get into the money machine and grab it $1,000 in cash and betting vouchers or maybe win a raffle ticket for a 2004 Porsche Boxer. A Boxster. Am I saying that right? Boxster. A Boxster? I never had one of them. I have a golden retriever and a min pin. A 2004 Porsche Boxster plus swing dancing demonstrations at the track. Then Saturday, mark this on your calendar and on your wrist. This Saturday, the most unbelievable fireworks stunt show on earth takes place with the amazing Australian daredevil Vincent Silvestro and his horse Hand Me Silver performing their hot to trot fireworks show as they zip around the track. It's an amazing thing to see. Showtime, 9 p.m. This Saturday, you don't want to miss it. Take the whole family, bring everybody. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current race schedule, call 954-972-2000 or go on web at pompanopark.com. Don't forget, post time two nights, 7.05 at Pompano Park. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Phone conversation. I talked to Peter North the other day. He tells me your real name is Neil Down. And he still ain't interested. FCC Commissioner and Czar of Decency, Michael Powell. The following are the new guidelines imposed by the FCC. Number one, we must avoid excessive intellectual demands on our public. The more modest its intellectual ballast, the more exclusively it takes into consideration the emotions of the masses, thus the more effective it will be. Number two, the intellectual level must be adjusted to the most limited intelligence among those addressed. 
Consequently, the greater the mass it is intended to reach, the lower the purely intellectual level it will have to be. But if, as in propaganda for sticking out a war, the aim is to influence a whole people, we must avoid excessive intellectual demands in our public. And finally, the receptivity of the masses is very limited. Their intelligence is small. Their power of forgetting is enormous. In consequence of these facts, the message must be limited to a few points and must be harped upon until the last member of the public understands what you want him to understand by your slogan. Thank you. This was a warning by the Fascist Christian Council. <laughs> I love that. 132 at 560 WQAM. We will uh, face this. Uh, we will make, meet the challenge. What does that mean? Uh, that they're babbling from the White House. We'll meet this challenge. I have no idea what that means. How about the hammer, somebody says. That's our friend Gene. Well, I wasn't going to put him on there because this is basically for people to do play-by-play -play and color and stuff like that on games. But the Hank used to do the color on the Dolphin game. Remember 100 years ago? Yes, I do. Oh! And Henry Goldberg and Henry Barrow and people like that. Rick Weaver. How's Rick Weaver doing on the poll? Boy, how the times have changed. You know what? Yeah. Where's all the Rick Weaver people? Jim Maddich, 80. Oh, my God. There's nobody can touch the Mad Dog. You're on fire, Mad Dog. You're flaming. Al Michaels, 40. Mo Howard David at 40. Is Mo starting to fade a little bit? John Madden, 39. I don't care about sports, 35, 8.1%. <coughs> Mel Allen, 26. Harry Carey, 25. Howard Cosell, 24. Moving up nicely. Up the ladder. Down goes Frazier. Rick Weaver, 18. Luke Shambi, 11. Red Barber, 11. Bob Prince, 10. Everybody else in single digits. Although Zimfer's moving up nicely, he's got seven. Who's I asking about? Rick Weaver, 18. Oh, come on. Come on. Just because he's dead. Cut him some slack. Now, here's the facts that says, Detroit baseball, George Kell, Ernie Harwell. Well, let's put them on there. You got it? George Kell and Ernie Harwell, separate. Most they're annoying, they're it says, guy. would be Van... Huh? They're not the same guy? <laughs> well, I mean, the guy listed them together. And with Josh there, you never know what he's going to do. He's I would, little, I would listen little to him together. He's a little scheme. Most annoying would be Van Patrick. I think Van Patrick should be on there for the best. Van Patrick, I thought, was damn good. But it says he could never spot the football. He would say, he's down on the 17, but let's call it the 23. Well, that's uh, now you're nitpicking. He just didn't see too good. And because of that big puppet in a way, he had a big stomach. Uh, how about Dizzy Dean, Bob in Fort Lauderdale, says, absolutely. Dizzy Dean, who slid in the third. Illiterate. Dizzy Dean, they loved him. Let's see, University of Michigan, Bob Eufer. Bob Eufer, U-F-E-R. Eufer, Eufer the, uh, Eufer. Wolverines. And Tigers Ernie Harwell, says, um, somebody here. Says Detroit Rocks. <laughs> oh, Will, man, oh man, you must be getting some of that good stuff in the big city, in the motor city. Detroit is a, it's something. 5670560, oh, pound 560. We got people listening all over the country now. Oh. Something's going on here. You know what? You can smell it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, for the poll, is Pat Summerall on there? Nobody should be. Uh, yeah, I think so. He, what he a, was good in his day. Before know? he became senile, he was outstanding. I love Pat Summerall. <laughs> no, you're right. He's excellent. Really? Hey, I'd, I'd like to make a humble request if possible. Can you just Go play ahead. A, a Bob? Bob Prince clip, maybe, since he's on the poll or something like that. Bob Prince? Bob Prince is the best, man. He, oh, I, I, I love Bob Prince, the best baseball announcer ever. But he, I, what, he is, what is the reason, I, when I was a kid, I mean, every day I was listening to baseball games on the radio. What, what is that thing under? We have it in here somewhere, George. What is that under? Give me a hit. No, Bob Prince, it was a, uh, oh, come on. Lord, I know give us, it. Lord, take us away or something. No, no, but we got I'll, I'll find it for you. 
Thank you. Thanks, Thanks John. John. You too. Uh, Bob Prince, or maybe you have it on a cart back there. I'll take your word for it. In other words, you're not going to look for it? No, I'm looking. I'm looking. I just don't know what to look for. Look for Bob Prince. Well, that's what I'm looking for. Can you spell that like uh, Tuesday is Prince Spaghetti Day? Bob Prince, Pittsburgh Pirates. I know I got it in here somewhere, but what the hell would it be under? Would it be under like baseball? Uh, under the bed. Baseball fever? What? Huh? It's not under baseball fever. It's not under baseball anything. Well, you'll find it. George is going to find that card, otherwise he won't be back for a while. Five six seven oh five sixty. I know it's in here. That's what really bothers me a lot. It's in this DCS somewhere in the middle of these eighty-five thousand bits, and it's actually one of the few that we, we can still play. How do you like that? It's where Richie Hebner hits a home run against the Giants, as I recall. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil Rogers, please. Speaking. Hey, Neil. Uh, is is Bob Prince the guy that used to say, hey, "Down the stretch they come"? You know that really big booming voice. Down the stretch they come, that's Dave Johnson. Oh, that was Dave Johnson. Bob Prince did the Pirates games. Oh, uh, okay. Thank you, Neil. You're welcome, and have a great day. See, they're learning to get an education. Dave Johnson, one of the great race callers of all time. He, along with uh, uh, Tom Durkin. Huh? Durkin and the Gherkin. Two greatest of all time. Now, let's see. May 5th, uh, Dave Johnson. What's the date this year for the Kentucky Derby? Score tied 3-3 in the bottom of the 17th. One ball and one strike. Coombs into the windup in the 1-1 pitch. Swung on, driven deep to right field. You can kiss it goodbye. Oh, baby, did he get that baby out of sight. He cremated it. <laughs> that's not the one I was thinking of, but that's pretty good to me. It oh. was great. He was sensational. And I hate to break the news to you, Mo, but Bob Prince had all his own phrases, too. Uh, chicken on the hill with Will and uh, a bug on the rug and all these other things. He was fantastic, just like uh, Mike Lang, who uh, Mo was taking a few shots at this morning because Mo wouldn't know a hockey puck if it stole it's his weasel. You idiot. Just See, in order to suck up to Jugs McDonald, he's got to rip other people that he doesn't know or appreciate, which just really frosts my ass. So, so we had a little clip there, a little something. I know we have a Mike Lang in here, too, somewhere, but I can't find it. Now, why is that? Uh, I can't find anything. And the Penguins force it on the center ice. Robitaille. And Sampson takes it out of a traffic jam. Going to Cullen. Cullen moving to the side in front of Robitaille. He shoots and scores. Luke Robitaille gives the Penguins the lead 4-3. to three. And Beaupre doesn't know whether to cry or wind his watch. <laughs> kind of like Trevor Kidd. Anyway, I'm trying to get on this stopfcc.com, and I'm having a bitch of a time, I'll tell you that. But the good news is uh, nobody has yanked it off of there yet, and uh, we're getting a ton of vote, uh, of uh, signatures, and that's what it's all about. 3654. How come you keep getting on there and I can't? I don't know. I'm lucky. I'm blessed. 3654 in New York has got one. 3585. Ah, wait, what did I tell you? Pass them like they were in a in a lifelong coma in New York. I mean, what is that? A state with 20 million people would stern on the air there in New York. We did it! Say it again. Uh, we did it! David, you idiot. And by the way, you're not getting that stadium. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Get all them Marlin people all whipped up. Over. Oh, Neil Rogers stood in the way of the stadium. Right. Right. If George would just write him out a check, they could handle it. Yeah. Yeah, just write him out a check. I didn't say it has to cash. I got the check right good. here. Write a check out for like about 50 million. You can put the roof on a nice new stadium there. They don't mind a post-dated check, do they? Oh, my God. How could we have forgotten my uh, buddy Jack Buck? 
I say my buddy because he was uh, the first baseball announcer I think I ever heard doing the Rochester Red Wings, Jack Buck, before Tom Decker. Jack Buck, you got it? He got I got it. it. And what about Joe Buck? Now, at least that's somebody that uh, Josh knows who it is. But he's not very good. Why do, why do you say that? I don't like him. Well, I agree. I, I don't like think he's. I don't think he's all that bad. He ain't no daddy. He ain't no Jack Buck. Put Joe Buck on there and quit screwing around. All right. Then. It says, Neil, you remember Jack and Harry used to be the voice of the Cardinals before Harry started messing around with Mrs. Bush and the Cardinals canned his ass. That's correct. Which is why he went to the uh, West Coast, to Oakland. Then he went to White Sox. Then he went to the Cubs. Good old Harry. Even George remembers those great days in Chicago, or that, that one great day. <laughs> that one, uh, that 23 hours in Chicago. <laughs> before uh, they sent him back because they were too cheap to pay for him to stay there. But everybody else did. Right, including me. 20 till 2 at 560, the highly beloved Jim Mandich. All right. Oh, my God. We're, we are honored to be in his presence, you know what? All right. All right. All right. He is winning this pool by so hands down your pants. I mean, uh... 89 votes, and John Madden, 41, Al Michaels, 40, and Moe is slipping through the list. Absolutely. He is slipping bad like his muskrat just starting to slide down the side of his forehead. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are positively incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, and even zero discounted points. Get yourself that new unbeatable low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, you pay just 334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only six sixty-eight a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call them toll-free. What's not to like? Call 1-866-395-LEND. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move your ass to another property. Get the new low financing rate of just 1.25%. The only one mortgage from Financial Group and never pay those ugly, nasty closing costs again. Call them today, 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Mary Catherine. Jesus. Sister Jean, the dancing machine, a swinging nun with happy feet, jump the jive to the beat. Sister Jean, the dancing machine, Sister Jean is making the scene. Daddy Catholic doctoring, for a gal who ain't too lean, she can shake that tasty meat. She's quite a sight of black and white, looking like a real cool dancing fool. Look at her go, swinging high and low, with her boyfriend Father O'Toole. Sister Jean, the dancing machine, dancing ain't her only thing. She'll knock you off your feet when you hear her wailing sing. I got a bad habit of jumping like a rabbit when the music turns me on. I know it sounds happy, but I'm so goddamn happy that Cupid Kid is gone. Sister Jean, a swinging nun, a shaking, bouncing ton of fun. That ain't bad for 85. Man, that nut can really fly. Sister Jean, the dancing machine. 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 Sister Jean, the dancing
talk to a man that way. How are you talking to me that way? I mean, how can you talk to me that way? Like a I work here. I didn't come in here to be mistreated. Go to lunch, will you? That's why I, I, I came in to work today. That's Please why. I come in. I'll let you know. That's why I came in here. I go thought, to lunch. I don't want to go to lunch. Go to lunch, George. Where does he get off? Talk that way to a working man. Oh, will you take it outside? We have people trying to do business. That's what I came in here for. That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, I mean Gestapo tactics. Excuse me. I mean Gestapo tactics. I mean Gestapo tactics. That's not right. Huh? That's not. As long as I... You get out of here. Will you get out of here? Will you? I'm trying to run an office here. Now, will you go to lunch? Go to lunch. Will you go to lunch? <laughs> oh, that I got to watch that again this weekend. I've watched it three times already. <laughs> but Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is so great, especially if you've ever been around a bunch of sales holes. And if you ever were a sales hole, you'll love it. Or if you've ever had to go to work. Or something like that. Right. Who was your favorite sportscaster of all time? Did we put Hank on there, I hope? Oh. I don't see him on there. I don't see Hank Goldberg. See, Josh is, uh, we're going a little bit too fast for, uh, Josh. He's just got a tiny brain. It's kind of like a little simp. Like I said, he's on there. Is he? Yeah. Where is he? Refresh. Oh, oh yeah, refresh my ass. <laughs> There's a few lilacs would be good. That, yeah. Come on. With a little think, cashmere bouquet. I think Tux have that. Effect. Yeah, he's on there. He just, uh, Bob Euford don't have any. Hank just went on. Chuck Hearn don't have any. Chuck, Chick Hearn doesn't have any votes. Oh, I got to speak of Chuck. I said Chuck Hearn, Chick Hearn. Uh, what about Chuck Thompson? Great, great baseball broadcaster. You got him? I bet she just went on there. Got him. Ray Scott don't have any. George Kell don't have any. Pat Summerall doesn't have any. This is ridiculous. Uh, Ernie Harwell one. Bill Hewitt one. Dick Vitale one. Joe Buck one. Mike Lang one. Marv Albert two. Sonny Hurst two. Jack Buck two. Jeff Rimmer's got two. Oh, Farrell voted. Uh, Joe Bowen, three. Foster Hewitt, four. Joe Angel, four. Jackie Stewart, four. Oh, my God, it's a bunch of blood and guts, and they're all over the track. It's terrible. Uh, Joe Zagaki, four. Jigs McDonald, five. Dan Kelly, six, whose son, uh, John Kelly, is an embarrassment, not only to the family, but the human race. Bill Zimfer, seven. Kurt Gowdy. Kurt with a C, by the way. Uh, Kurt. Uh, uh, Josh. Kurt. Whatever your name is. Kurt Gowdy with a C, not a K. Shame on you. Keith Jackson's got eight. Fred Cusick, eight. Man, he was great, Fred Cusick. I think we got, but the problem though, we got a, uh, bad cut. You know what I mean? I think we got a Fred Cusick, uh, in the thing here. But it's not a good one. And there's nothing worse than playing something that really, uh, maybe it's not in here. Bob Cole. There's, uh, Jeff Rimmer, Billy Lindsay. I'm not playing that. Oh, no chance. You know what I mean? What do you mean? No chance. What's this? 16 seconds as Smith shoots that pack into the leaf zone and goes to the far wing to Elman. Elman is set by Fisher. He's got a breakaway. Five seconds. Going ready to go. He's in goal. How do you like that? That uh, don't sound like Jeff Rimmer to me, though. <laughs> anyway, that's what we got so far. Did I go? Let's go up to the top and quit diddling around, okay? Jim Mandich, 93. He is the king, the queen, the prince, and the princess of sportscasting. I don't care about sports, 44, 9%. John Madden, 43. Howard David at 41. Al Michaels, 40. Quite a battle between those two old buds there, Howard and Mo and uh, Al. Harry Carey, 28. Mel Allen, 27. Howard Cosell, 26. He's moving up. Rick Weaver, 19. Red Barber, 13. Boog Shambi, the Boogster, 11. Bob Prince, 10. Which I think it helped a little bit that we played that Bob Prince uh, clip, even though you're not too happy about chasing around to find it. 
Oh, it was easy. Was it good? Probably said Bob Prince on it. Yeah, exactly. Huh. What a what a concept. In your WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, I came in a little late. I don't know if people uh, put on that list. Red Barber? He's on there. In fact, the Redhead's got... Uh, let me let me look again. Let me take a peek. He's on here. He's I have AOL and I can't access some of your stuff. He's got 13 votes. He's yeah. still dead, too, by the way. I know. And what about Vince Scully? He just signed for three more years. In three more years, he's going to be 90. I know. He's older than I am. My God. Holy moly. Holy cow. Vince Scully just signed for three more years. Boy. He's got to be close to 80, right? Well, what are the, it's like the Bob Barker syndrome all over again. <laughs> well, they want old people. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I don't know, but I think he's, he's a pretty good announcer. I, I enjoyed him when I was an old Dodger fan going back. Uh, Vince Scully, a little whiny and twerpy to me, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know, if you like him, uh, more positive. Yeah, put him on there. Yeah, okay. Have a good day. He's on there. Thanks. He's got nine votes. Now, what about... Uh, it might not be as bad as everyone thinks. Poor Harry. How soon they forget. Harry should have a million votes. He was He was so fantastic. He was fabulous. See, when an announcer can make you a fan, that's when you know he's got to be great. See what I'm saying? When somebody can take and make you like make me into a Cubs fan, what did I care about the Cubs? Harry Carey made me a Cubs fan. Bill Hewitt made me a hockey fan. Greg Reed made me very sorry. <laughs> he made me very sad. Except twice a month on payday and the checks are still clearing. One fifty two at five sixty QAM. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. In Miami town at 560 WQAM. No hand, there's no need to feel down or have no feet. That you can touch to the ground a new eyeball. So put your glass eyeball down, there's a place you can be happy bladders there's a special today for some fingers it's double coupon day if you're buying less than 10 parts you'll find you can use their new express line they sell the body parts at UCLA they sell the body parts at UCLA they have everything from a thumb to a jaw, all you need is your own saw. You get your body parts at UCLA, all sorts of body parts at UCLA. You can get a new heart, even a naughty part. You can put it on your credit card. Holy Mackinac is right. Anyway, oh, I got this monitor. I thought for a second I was like half off the air. I just turned it down a little bit. Okay. Because I was getting all dressed up now for going out for lunch. Well, it's May Day, and uh, I don't want to keep her waiting out there. You May know Day. what I'm saying? Plus, I got to go get the Boca Brian disc showed up in the middle of the show today. Just a little after the show started. Now, I could have said to you, oh, the Boca Brian disc is down there. Let me go get it. But I didn't do that. Right. We could play some tunes. No, because then we got something to look forward to tomorrow. Some great new uh, hysterical stuff. As Joey Reynolds would say, some fresh new comedy. <laughs> and, of course, he kept promising it, but uh, <laughs> never delivered. 
Kind of like the mailman who croaked about two miles up the street. He promised, but uh, he never delivered. Same thing. Nice going, Joey, you idiot. Let's see. Who is your favorite sportscaster of all time? And, of course, what a, how else is it possible that on the heels of uh, announcing these results that the winner is going to be on the next two hours? Is that amazing or what? Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? That is shocking. Your favorite sportscaster of all time, old number 88, Jim from Solon, Ohio, the Mad Dog Mandich. 101. Nobody's close. 103. I don't care about sports. Well, it's what the way it goes. 52. John Madden, 45. Mo Howard David at 43. He's hanging on for dear life. Al Michaels, 41. Howard Cosell, 32. Harry Carey starting to move it up there now, 31. Mel Allen's got... About 30, man. Rick Weaver, 19. Red Barber, 13. The old redhead. Walter Red Barber. Luke Shambi's got 11. One of those is George's. Bob Prince, 10, and the unctuous and terminally boring Vince Scully, 10. Fred Cusick, 9. Kirk Gowdy, 9. Bill Zimfer's got 8. Keith Jackson, 8. And uh, down the list it goes. Bill Zimfer, 8. I bet your mad dog is just uh, just gritting his teeth thinking about that. We did it! Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQI Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Party! Oh.